my shorts. Dave Lee and Dan the podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee, and this is episode number 34. Oh, we made it to 34 episodes. You can't believe it. You can't believe it. Well, of course, you can join us on the podcast every single Monday. Uh, go down on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Uh, the visual element is available to view uh, on YouTube, which goes out two days early to patron supporters. You can head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under. Uh, you can get, uh, so you can get your early access to the yep. podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Cheapy. Yeah. Uh, we've migrated video podcasts to the second channel now on YouTube as well. So if you're watching this video on YouTube, that's on the second Dedicated channel. Dedicated channel. Dedicated channel. Um, dedicated channel. So if you could... Hit subscribe down below if you're watching this. Um, get these watch hours up, all that kind of stuff to help that channel grow and get my monetization back. Whatever you do, if you're done with your section you watch, yeah. don't leave it running. Don't all, leave it running. Can't ask you to do it. I'm not allowed to ask you to do that. Uh, yeah, so anyway, the video version does go out on the Monday, but if you're a patron, you get it early yep. on the Saturday. Except for today, I apologise. Oh, it's going out on Saturday, but we're recording a little late today, so patrons have got this week's one a little bit late. Uh, that only happens once every once in a while. Been a busy uh, few days. Been busy few days. We'll talk about it in a moment. You can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under over on Twitter and Instagram. There's links in the description of every single podcast. There's also a link to the podcast channel. If you're listening, it's down the bottom as well. You can check it out. Uh, if you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. Now, if you're listening on the podcasting platforms, please leave a review and a rating. It helps. Only good ones, please. Yeah. Don't like bad ones. Don't like the bad ones. Of course. I'm Send on- me into a spin if I get a bad one. I know. Go mad. Just, just won't. My mental health just won't deal with it. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be right. We'll be okay, but please, good reviews. Good reviews. We love them. Um, of course, the voice you can hear next to me again this week is Old Mate Rick. The old bastard. Welcome back to the show. Hey, I had a few people email me this week or write in this week, over the last couple of weeks even, People saying, who is old mate? We're getting this question again. Who's old oh, mate Rick? God. We used to I start getting new subscribers. I don't know. I know, way. exactly right. We used to we used to open every show with this, but I guess because of the newer listeners, newer yep. viewers, stuff like that, I still get the question, who's this Who's this guy who's hosting the, the podcast? The old who's the old guy? It's my dad. Yep, I'm his old man. My father, old mate Rick. Yep. He's joining me once again, and we've, we've beat the theme song we this week. We beat it. Woohoo! How good's that? Doesn't often happen. I know. You can probably um, we'll, we'll just uh, play it out. Ready? There we go. Beautiful. Awesome. Hey, um, huh? It's a good theme, isn't it? It's a very good theme. I wrote it myself. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> I performed it. I got there the guitar. I did it all. Oh, is the, that the, is that the one I was banging the one. Yeah, the you did the oh, drums. That that and then we put it all together. It sounds fucking so good. I didn't get it for free yeah. off like a commercial. No, you didn't. Commercial you didn't free. Do that at all? Free license. Never do, do that sort of shit. Com- copyright free. No, I wrote it. It's mine. Royalty my free. work. 
I shouldn't say that. I might get sued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good. It's a good tune, though. It's a good one. It's a good tune. Hey, you can probably we're hearing we're saying a little bit mu- muffled, just a little, a little bit, bit, a little bit. Um, should probably speak a little closer to the microphone. Sit right on top of it today. Yeah, those who are watching can see that we're wearing. We've got our masks on because it all went to shit this went week. To shit again. In uh, in Melbourne, all gone to oh shit. Oh my gosh! So but it's South Australia's fault. I was going to say those listening can't see that we got the mask on. So no. I thought I have, I have to explain it. Um, yeah, South Australia's fault. Yeah, we had we had um, one return travel from India. Well, we spoke about well, we this. had several. We spoke about this a few weeks ago, actually. Last week, yeah. That they that a couple of weeks ago, oh, yeah, we were right. talking about this guy who'd come back from India. And then he'd come out of hotel quarantine and he was all fine. Then he came to Melbourne and well, then a they, few days later he started to feel a bit sick. They reckon, they reckon he got it on his last day. Oh, yeah. His last day in quarantine. So anyway, he's been and out that and about. In, that was in Adelaide, South Australia. Yeah. He came back to Melbourne. Said that. And a few days later. Yeah. Said that. He's spreading it around, around the place. Yeah. So he's been everywhere. Mm. Supermarkets. Fucking was in the city someone, doing a bar someone crawl. Had a, someone had a big night. Someone did a big They'd bar crawl. They'd gone to crawl. about four nightclubs. Yeah, one guy went to one place, went to another place, went back to the first place, and went, went to another, another place, then came that, back. And then till about four, out yeah. till about four or four That's what they do. The That's what people do. There's bar crawl, but yeah, so this original guy, even he, in his like three or four days between getting tested, he had been to... Bars, he'd been to clubs, he'd been to the petrol station, he'd been to supermarkets, he'd been all over the place, and it's just spread. So we've got another yeah. cluster. Yep. What is it at the moment? Like for 30, 40 uh, people? 30, must be what, 39 or something? 38, 39, something, something like that? Something like that. So, of course, everyone, we can probably take these off, actually. Yeah, we can take them off. The gag's done. <laughs> the gag's done. Um, breathe again. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, it's been crazy. So we're back in lockdown. For those overseas who might not know, we are back in lockdown again here in Melbourne. Lockdown 4.0. Yeah, fourth time. It's only a, seven, uh, a quick seven-day one. A quick one. Snap one. They call a circuit breaker. Yeah, man. So hopefully that's all. But someone, a couple of the people have been to the football and stuff like that, and mm. one of them was at a game we were at. Yeah, well, yeah, we got an email, or text a rather, text from the, um, the Department of Health. Yeah. Um, we weren't anywhere near the guy. Luckily, we were all... Um, or the woman, I think it was a guy. I think it was, um, whichever. It was a person, was there. Um, Hopefully um, it was a person. Yeah, <laughs> but we were over the other side of the ground, thankfully. Oh, no, we were on the same side of the ground, but he was around oh, the, but other, he was at around the, the other, other end. Oh, but he was around the other end, yeah. The other end, yeah. Me. Um, so we get, this is a message from the Department of Health Victoria. You are receiving this message because you've been identified as attending the Essendon vs North Melbourne match at Marvel Stadium on 23rd of May 2021. You've been assessed to be a Tier 3 contact of a person who's tested positive for COVID. Tier 3 is like lowest. Yeah. It's like right. very slim chance yeah, of you yeah. even having come in contact with him. So I'm, a, I'm assuming they sent this to everyone who was at the game. Probably. And then if you were closer to him, you'd get that. But this one says monitor yourself for symptoms. If you develop symptoms, you should get tested yeah. and isolate. But I imagine if you were like Tier 1, maybe even Tier 2, they're saying well, go get tested, tier one, isolate. Tier 1 you do because that's a close contact. Yeah. That's personal contact, so. Yeah, so, but I mean, there were what thirty-two, bit over thirty-two thousand people at the game. So exactly I'm assuming right. everybody got that. Yeah. And then a couple of days before, there was yeah. a there was a game at the MCG, at the other game, yeah, at the other ground, and there were um, quite a few thousand people there as well. I know. So, so yeah. it's sort of exploded a little bit, and now they just got really panicked. They're like, "Holy shit, this could because it's the Indian variant, which yeah, is the really right. bad one." 
uh, which is spreading everywhere. I read yesterday that um, they reckon something like 65 or 75% of new cases in the UK are the Indian strain. Yeah, yeah. So that's nuts, man. Yeah. I don't think it's any any more volatile, but it's just but easy it's, to Yeah, it's catch. more contagious. Yeah, well, they were saying um, symptoms show within a day. Wow. Whereas oh, before it was like one. three, four, five days, up yeah. to like 10 days. Yeah. Uh, but this one is like, yeah. But that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really make sense because some of these people have been in the community for three or four days before well, they've yeah, got exactly symptoms. Right, yeah, like this first guy. Yeah. Nuts. I don't know. Well, so, maybe, maybe you had a sort of cold symptoms for a couple of days and thought, oh, maybe I should go get tested. Yeah, probably. I was in quarantine. Yeah. Well, we had, well, they've been testing like 50,000, 60,000 people a day and it's been like only five today, five cases. Four yesterday, yeah. 10 the day before. So it's not, thankfully, not exploding as it could, could yeah, be. Exactly but right. again, knock. knock well, that's the whole idea of the, of the circuit breaker. Yeah, exactly right. Um, to stop it. Shut down, you know, just to stop it, and yeah, you know, which just means we, uh, you know, we we're not allowed out of the house basically, yeah. uh, apart from if you can go to work, you can go to work. If you if you can work from home, you're supposed to work from home. Yeah. You can go out for exercise. You can go out for essentials, food. What's well, the four reasons, isn't it? But then they've added the fifth one, and which the fifth is one to go and get your test yeah. to go get tested or injections. Yeah. yeah, crazy. So, yeah. Wow. So, so yeah, so it all went to shit this week. Yeah, so, so we're back here, but that's all right. Like, back in lockdown, France, I think. No, I had no plans. No, well, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I did. I had, I had some stuff to do this week, but oh, well. I'll just put that off until a week after now. Yeah. And my client will have to understand that that's, the, that's what it is. Yeah, well, exactly right. Yeah, she'll be fine with it. Yeah. She's fine. So, yeah, so we're back here. I mean, it's been two days. Nothing's really changed for us yet, uh, but... Everyone out there who is struggling, whatever, we're here with you for the next uh, couple of hours to yep. keep you entertained. And, and your thoughts, our thoughts are with you. Yes. Yes, we're thinking about you. And everyone, people anywhere around the world, I know it's still crazy exactly in right. America and in parts of England and, you know, wherever, wherever no, around the world. particularly places like India. Well, and... India where it's just exploded, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, really feel for them. Thoughts are with you, of course. Um, and we hope we can... Cheer you and entertain you for the next couple of hours. A couple of guys just talking some or, shit. Yeah, or just, you know, speak some shit to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit back and think, oh, yeah, these guys are all right. Yeah. They speak crap. Yeah. Hey, we got I like new, to listen we, to crap. We actually did get a new, um, a good, a nice review this week. Yeah. If I can pull it up. Um, which are essentially along those lines. <laughs> um, I don't get to see any of these before we come under the... No, I only Podcast, just saw so. this yesterday. Oh, no, that's fine. I don't mind not saying them. I'd ah. be surprised. Um, fantastic podcast, this person says. Awesome. I look forward to listening to this every week. Great segments, interesting topics, funny moments, and two great guys talking about their love for movies. There's nothing more amazing. Ah, oh, thank you. Who was there that? You know, that's uh, Holton07. Holton07. From Zero Great Seven. Britain. Oh, awesome. Yeah, there you go. Very cool. Awesome. We had one a few weeks. Oh, we read that one from Regular Man 987, <laughs> who, uh, who yeah. says it's always a treat to listen to from Canada. So they come from all over. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We do love We do, do love appreciate it when, you, it when you chip in like that. We just hope that we can sort of lighten up somebody's day Yeah, for a couple of hours <clears> or half an hour or how much you, how much you want to listen to uh, it. Yeah, exactly right. And not leave it running. I don't leave you. it running in the background. If, you're no. not, if you've got bored, don't leave it running, clocking up those... Yes. Hours, hours. No, don't do it. Not a lot. Now we we were talking last week um, that a few people had raised. We're continuing to raise issues about the length of the podcast. 
Heat yep. was saying, oh, it's too long. I no, can't what do I always say? All. Never mind the length, feel the quality. Yeah, that's right. I think you pulled that joke last week. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, so, yeah. Same old thing. <laughs> so, I think, so, yeah, we had a few people write in. And so we did a shorter show last week. Well, we, we sort of we sort of aimed initially to do it for about an hour and a half. Well, yeah, the original show, well, the original plan was like an hour, an hour and a half, and then they just balloon sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, let's just try and rein it back a little bit this week and just try and get the show a little bit tighter. Truncated a little bit. Um, I had a lot of people messaging me going, I like the long shows. Keep them long. Oh, well. So I think really what we're just going to do is we just – Write a, I, I, I do the script. I think we just cover what we need to cover for the week yeah. and get through it. And if you need to tune out, tune out. We don't yep. expect you to sit here and listen the whole thing. That's why I leave. I leave. Um, and we don't expect you to leave it running in the background. No, don't do that. <laughs> I leave. I, I time code it all anyway. Yeah, so I assume yeah. that. I assume from the get go, everyone's going to listen the whole thing. No, so you can just skip around. I mean, you don't. Do I one. don't. Well, yeah. Listen to all of our podcasts yeah. sometimes, you know? Yeah, usually. Just skip through whatever. Mm. So yeah, you know what? You just listen to bits you want and whatever else. Don't leave it running in the background for the whole couple of hours. Anyway, particularly um, on YouTube. Yeah, but look, the thing is, like I've spoken to a few people who are into podcasting. Of course, James from Mister Sunday. Yep. Um, he is Mister Sunday, and uh, from the Weekly Terrific Planet, bloke. great guy. Uh, him and uh, Mike Radio Mike. Um, I've spoken to him. I've spoken to both of them, and they both told me on separate occasions that podcasts are very much like a communal thing and people would tune in and listen to them to be with people, to have similar interests and stuff. Yeah, yeah. similar interests and feel like they're part of a conversation. People have them on in the background, on a commute to work, listen to some in the morning. Like I said, like uh, Mike in particular said he listens to the show every week and he's like, he'll listen to... 10 minutes here on the way somewhere, 10 minutes on the way back, or listen to 15 minutes around the house or whatever. So yeah. you just you, we don't expect you to sit there for two hours and listen to the whole no. thing at once. Um, but, yeah, both of them, both James and Mike, have said that to me and it's like just run however long it needs to go because you, you know when when it feels rushed and it feels like, oh, we're going yeah, yeah, to end yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, so I feel like... We just need to have this thing where we just do the show we need to do and get everything done. And if yep. you want to listen, I understand I'm also dealing with two audiences as well. And I feel like a lot of the more, I won't say negative, but the more like constructive feedback about them being too long are people who are watching it on YouTube. Yeah, I can get that. Um, and I understand that. I don't expect yeah, I people that. to sit there for two hours watching a couple of guys just sitting shit, talking yeah. shit, at, at sitting at a table. Whereas the people who listen to it are more susceptible. Is that the word? Receptive, receptive <laughs> to to just listening to it, having it on in the background. One, yeah. one guy. I did. mean, I mean, I, I do it when I'm if I'm down in the down in the yeah, garage yeah. working away or something. I'll have I'll have the radio going in the background. Yeah, yeah, and exactly I, I, right. You don't necessarily listen yeah. to what's been spoken about, but yeah. it's just company. Yeah, just keeps you company. And that's what we're hoping. To, well, exactly know, right. We just, just want to keep, you keep company. people company. Well, I had Derek right in, who's a long time listener, supporter of the show. Not Ricky Gervais. Not not Ricky Gervais. <laughs> okay. Derek. Derek. Another Derek. Um, he wrote in. He says he listens to it during his workouts. He's like in the ninety. The like the two hour show gets him through that workout. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's just so who's you, that? Come on, Derek. Push it, mate. Push. Yeah, push, Derek, push, Derek. Push. Come on. Let's go. Go, mate. Another. Do another rep. Come on. Good guy. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So I think yeah. It's it's just about listening to what you want to listen to, whether it's the whole show, whether it's just segments of it. We're just here to talk some shit, keep you entertained. Of course, Wacko Jacko. 
the, the world's, world's worst manager. World's worst manager. He hates the long shows. Ah, stuff. Uh, but Tim loves them. Tim loves just uh, just listening to a couple of guys yep. talking some shit. So you got all these. Dip- those two. Those two share a house. They can. They can. Yeah, exactly. Punch the, punch the crib <laughs> out of each other. See who wins. Um, now Jackson actually Wacko Jacko was a bit annoyed because um, all we ever talk about him is like bad things. Back when he's moaning and shit. Oh, he's, and he's like you never say the good stuff. He's like you never say the good stuff when I encourage it. I was like, well, that's not good radio. No, exactly. That's not right. good podcast. So, no, exactly got to right. have a villain on the show, and that's Wacko Jacko. <laughs> he's put himself in this position. Yep, he's the villain. Yep, and Tim is like the savior. Yep, exactly right. Devil, devil, and angel on the shoulder. Well, what do they call him? The, the the villain in a movie is called a antagonist. Antagonist, antagonist. and a protagonist. Yeah, we well, got the voice of reason, and then you got like the fucking piss off that yep. white one. Yeah, Jackson's on there, and yeah. Tim's on here. So there you go. So anyway. Um, we're just gonna we're just gonna do these shows as yep. as per and yeah, just exactly get right. through them as we can. Yep. Because I know, as I said, that we're we're dealing with multiple audiences. And first and foremost, this is a show that I really want to work on the audio platforms. It's built for audio platforms, That's right. which is why I put very little effort into editing. Like I spent a couple of the hours audio, editing yeah, yeah, them yeah. the video, but the video is just a supplement for people who might want that video yeah. version. It's more yeah. audio uh, than anything else. Talking about podcasts, though, um, brief call out to the Daily Talk Show. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Josh Josh Jansen and Tommy T- Jacket. Um, they have been running a Daily Talk Show for the best part of three years now. They did over a thousand shows. Oh, my God. 1,023 or 1,033, something like that. Anyway, it's just over a thousand shows. And they decided to call it, call it quits this week. They've uh, called it a day on the podcast. Um, they asked me, very kindly asked me to go on their show last year. I did an episode of that last year. I will leave that link down at the bottom if you want to go and listen to it or watch it. I had a great time there. They're just really wonderful guys, um, and they, for various reasons, have decided to just uh, end their show after a thousand plus well, it episodes. Well, must be, must be, it must be hard. Like, oh, exactly Coming right. up with content. Every single I day. I struggle every week. Exactly right. And well, they, we don't struggle every week, but we couldn't do two or three No, exactly week. right. I don't struggle, There's but no sometimes way. it's like, what the hell are we going to talk about this week? Um, but these guys are doing it every single day for a thousand plus days in yeah. a row. It breaks down to 20 years worth of weekly podcasting. Oh, my God. Which is just in, inconceivable. It's crazy. Well, so these guys 20 did. 20 years time, I don't know if I'll be here. Well. I hope I am. I think you should, you should be. You will be. Uh, good, ge- no, good, good, good genetics. Good genes, yeah. Well, your parents are both 80. Uh, 80 plus. In their yeah. 80s, yeah. So there you go. Um, and still ticking away. And dad and dad's dad's father was 87 or something. There you go. So nice I'm, and I'm strong. Hoping to reach at least 90. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway, just wanted to big call out to those guys. They're fantastic. They were uh, one of the many inspirations in getting us into podcasting. Yep. Um, I, like, as soon as I got off doing their show, I was like, you know what, this idea I've had of doing a podcast for so long is going to happen now. It. Yeah, it's got to exactly. happen now. So coming out of that, it was like this happened really quickly. Um, and they're both really trivial blokes. Too. Really great and guys. The, and the guy, um, the guy operating the camera and stuff. Oh, yeah, they had a couple of guys working yeah. there. Uh, number 97. Uh, Mr. 97 and yep. and all those guys. Um, yeah. Terrific terrific bunch great of Great guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, all the best to those guys. Probably not listening, but all the best to them yeah. um, in their future endeavours and whatever they've got lined up for the future. Um, and do you know what they're doing? Or I, I don't know. It sounds like they've got some things some stuff that they're going to go and do. But their own so, separate ways yeah. and stuff. Um, so yeah, just all the best to those guys and to their team and all that. It's such a great show. 
and like a thousand daily shows, it's inconceivable. You put in the hard yards, you did a really, really great job. And if anyone out there hasn't discovered them, there's a thousand plus shows you can yeah. go and listen to. If even you want to listen to one a week, you've got twenty years of entertainment there. <laughs> <laughs> go and check them out; it's great. And yeah, I'll leave my episode linked down at the bottom below. Awesome. Um, it's worth a watch. It it's definitely good. is. It's good. Definitely is. I had fun. I talk about my. We just talked about like my inspiration and getting into YouTube and my time on YouTube and collecting media and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So it's a bit yeah. of a deep dive. It's probably an hour and a half or so. And Something then, like that. Yeah. So just check it out if you're interested in that. Um, so good luck to the boys. Yes, all the best. All the best. And to the girls as well that are working on the team. Yeah. The guys and the girls. Um, we have not watched a lot this week. Well, actually, we have watched quite a bit this week. Um, Catalogue-wise, like older titles, are so busy this week. Again. Yep. I had things to do in the morning, whether it's news or I've been trying to pump out this evolution video. So I've actually been like, I've been... Um, What's that word? I've had the um, fucking, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, discipline. Yep. I've had the discipline to get up early and go, no movie today, straighten the video, get those like extra couple of hours in. Yep. Because over like three or four days, that's like through. six or eight hours of extra work. I'm happy to do it. Um, I'm feeling a little bit run down after it though, to be honest. Because mm. I saw a movie earlier in the week, had to do my review and I was up till 3.30 doing that. And mm. I, as we know, when I do one of these long nights, I'm fucked for the next like, three or four days. Yep. So anyway, I've missed quite a few movies this week. I did get two in. I got two catalogue titles in. Uh, 13 Ghosts and 13 Ghosts. I watched the um, the original 1960 version. Oh, okay. And then I watched the remake, 2001. This was uh, just released by Umbrella on Blu-ray. They just put out like a double pack oh, okay. in both versions. Uh, quite fun. I preferred the older one, the 1960s one. The story is basically like this family finds out that they, um, uh, or this old rich bloke dies. He's got a mansion, like millionaire, multi-millionaire, billionaire. He dies and there this family is like his only uh, living relatives and they inherit all his money and they inherit the mansion. But what they also inherit inherit is 12 ghosts that he has been collecting throughout his life. So why is it called 13 Ghosts? Well, there's a twist at the end. You, oh, you kind of wonder, okay. Ooh, what's the 13th ghost? It's predictable right from the very beginning in both versions, but okay. it's like um, there is a 13th ghost that comes along with the house. Um, it's quite fun. The original 1960 version, when you went and saw it in the cinema, you had to put on, they did it, it wasn't 3D, but they had this, they kind of used that 3D technology where the scenes that had ghosts in them you could only see the ghosts if you put on the oh, red glasses. That. Yeah, I remember that. So you could see the ghosts through the red glasses. Mm. And it actually opens with a um, – it opens with the, the producer of the film talking about it. It's like, if you believe in ghosts, look through the red goggles. If you don't believe in ghosts, look through the blue. And you look through the blue, you don't see the ghosts. Yeah. Uh, so in, in this version that's on home media, you actually see the film with, the, with a red filter over it. It's a black and white film, oh, but okay. all the scenes with the ghosts have like the red filter. Uh, it's quite fun. It's really quite good. Um, it's just like a 1960s kind of studio horror B-movie kind of thing. Um, and I enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed that. The uh, The remake version was made early 2000s, as I said. Um, it's got Matthew Lillard in it, Shannon Elizabeth, Tony Shalhoub, um, a bunch of other people who are like... Um, That's the one you watched yesterday. The one I watched yeah. yesterday. Um, it's got a bunch of people that you would just recognise... 
from these early 2000s movies, and it is such an early 2000s movie. F. Murray. F. Murray Abraham's in it. Yeah, he's yeah. the he's the old bloke who dies. Um, yeah, he's quite good in that. Yeah, so it's got quite a lot of people in it. It's fun, but that it's like edited. Like the editing's really quick and really like frantic, and like oh, there's a ghost and fucking it's Jeff cut and it just gives you a headache. And yeah. the music's gone drab, and the ghosts are screaming. Ah! It's not scary. It's just like fucking overload. Overload, yeah. Yeah, it's like typical early two thousands. Let's just fucking go for it. Yeah, I was sitting out there watching something else in the other <laughs> room, and all who was screaming and God knows what. And you came out and go, "What the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> it's fun. It's fun for like an early two thousands like camp. Like real, just overload movie. It's not scary at all. Some of the ghosts are really not even creepy, just gruesome. Like mm. there's like a big Frankenstein thing with all these nails in him, and like <laughs> there's a. Of course, you've got the ghost with her boobs out because it's early two thousands movie, <laughs> and she's running around like trying to stab him. Um, uh. Actually, I think she's fully naked. Um, so it's just like really exploited, like what you would imagine from an early two thousands. Yeah, really sort exploitative. Of just, just crazy! It's a fucking crazy movie. Oh god! Um, you couldn't be, you couldn't get like a, an original and a remake that were further apart from each other than these two. I reckon. I think it's kind of interesting to take a look at both of them. Uh, and of course, that one fun. was. Yeah, it was a shite. <laughs> yeah, that had to like five point six. The remake. Yeah. So mm. anyway, you can get them on Blu-ray. There's a double pack from Umbrella Entertainment here in Australia. Uh, they're good fun. They're worth checking yeah. out. They're worth checking out. Um, other than that, no more catalogue titles, but we've been working through two franchises at the moment. Uh, while we're on the topic of like horror, we've been working our way through the Conjuring films. Yep. You had only ever seen... I'd seen the first Conjuring 1. Yeah. And I think Annabelle. Yeah. I don't think I'd seen... I think it's the only two I've seen. Yeah. Them. So I'd seen those two. I'd seen Annabelle Creation. What was this, What was the one you and Alicia went to the cinema to see? Oh, we saw... Uh, we both saw... I think was we saw Conjuring, Conjuring 2. We saw Conjuring 2 and Annabelle Creation. We saw both of them. I think it was Conjuring 2. Yeah. You rang me and said, turn the lights on the house. Yeah, yeah. Turn the it lights probably on. probably was. <laughs> I remember actually... Not coming home to a dark house. I remember coming home after Annabelle Creation, actually, and I had, like, I've got, like, those big, like, 70-centimetre, like, 60-centimetre, like, Batman, Superman dolls. Oh, yeah, 70, yeah, 70 centimetre or something. Um, and I've got, like, Spider-Man and all that shit. I, like, lined them up in the hallway. Yeah, that's right. And it creeped Alicia out. It was so funny. <laughs> because of Annabelle. She didn't want to see any of like my my like pop vinyls or the hot toys for like a week. It was like, I don't want to look at any of these dolls. It's quite funny. So I just uh, kept putting like dolls in the middle of the hallway, creep her out. Brilliant stuff. So I've been getting through them because the third movie is out next week. And um, when that comes out, um, of course, I'll have to, yeah, go, we'll cover have to go, it. Have to go see it. Have to go and check it out. Um so yeah, we've watched so far we've watched we've been doing like chronological order. Uh we've, yeah, that's right. we've we're skipping the nun and La La Rona uh for now. Because they because can sort of almost stand alone. They're they? like standalone yeah. things. They don't need they don't come into like the, the Warrens yeah. story. They're like backstories like right, yeah. because we've seen those interviews with James Wan where he's saying, Oh, we introduce all these ghosts and then at so some point spin offs. Yeah, yeah, we can that's right. might spin them off if yeah. they're like they work well. Yep. So the I haven't seen La La Rona, but I've seen the nun and it's trash. But we'll watch it. Yeah. Um just so, so we just because we just want to get these what the Warren films out of the way. Mm. And we're aware the movie's coming out very soon, so we want to yeah. get them out of the way first, and then we'll go back to the other two. 
Um, so again, chronological order. We've watched Annabelle Creation. Well, yep. quick quick thoughts on them. Annabelle Creation. I've enjoyed them all. You've enjoyed. I've yeah, enjoyed, enjoyed them all. Okay, Annabelle Creation. Not as not as we're not we're not big horror film. No. Buffs, but I've enjoyed those. So even They're, the trashy ones are enjoyable. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Well, these are what people brand studio horror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like mass entertainment horror. Yeah. It's not like the fucking gore and slasher shit. Yeah, slasher stuff I can't deal so with. So Annabelle Creation, we watched Annabelle. Then The Conjuring, uh, Annabelle Comes Home, we watched last night. Yeah. None of them are particularly scary other than The Conjuring films. Oh, the, the first Conjuring. Is fucking frightening. yeah. Uh, but the Annabelle because one you because you didn't know the you didn't know the the threat. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. We were talking well, about yeah, that we're last week. Yeah, we? you don't know what it is. Yeah. So that's the like the te- like the intense thing is like, yeah. oh my god, what is this? Where thing? is it coming from? Well, what for the first like hour of the film, you don't even know. They're just like this poltergeist. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so I fucking love it. I think we've watched that three or four times now. No, that'd be at least the first how time I've how often it. is at it least. that we rewatch. Like a newer film. Well, barely ever. Very rarely. Mm. But this one we have watched yeah. at least three times. Yeah. And it is so good every time. Um, so we'll watch Conjuring 2 tonight. Get excited. Yeah. I've seen it. You haven't. Um, the only one out of these I hadn't seen was Annabelle Comes Home. Um, and I enjoyed that. Like, these again, talk about movies that are so vastly different. you got The Conjuring, which is just so frightening and so beautifully made mm. and just gorgeously made and gorgeously filmed and everything about the production is just so immaculate and then you get these spin-off movies which have just been like pumped out yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) they just rush it rush the script rush the film there's nothing that's like so beautiful about it it's just easy jump scares like haunted house flicks yeah it couldn't be any they could be two separate franchises um but they're still enjoyable Mm. like you get you get a little bit of different kind of enjoyment out of them uh, so Conjuring 2 is tonight. I'm looking for – I don't remember. A lot of these I don't remember much of, which has been good. Even The Conjuring, which we watched three times, it's yeah. still like it surprises you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the second one because I haven't seen it since it was in cinemas. Um, the other franchise we've been doing at the moment is the Fast films, finally, mm. finally into them. Fast and Furious. Oh, my God. Now, this has been another case, again, if you haven't been listening. Another, like our Deadwood, how it's taken us years to watch Deadwood. Yep. The Fast movies has been, like, numerous times. Well, we watched one and two when they first came out over and over and over again. Um, so we've seen, I, we've probably seen the first one at least ten times, I would, I would say. Oh, probably. Because I'm a car nut. I love, yeah. I love You always had it on. You loved it. I loved it. That and, that and Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. I fucking love so it. So it was always on. They were always big, on. A, I watch a lot of car shows and stuff yeah. on TV as well. So when it got around to doing the rest of the franchise, there were numerous times where we were like, okay, we're going to watch them all because we didn't see them as they were coming out in cinemas. No, that's right. And numerous times we were like, okay, we've got to watch them all now. Um, and then we'd start and we'd watch one and two and – then for some reason we just didn't continue. Yeah, that's right. And it happened numerous times. Well, it got it got to, it got to the third one, and we'd heard so. Well, I'd heard how bad it was, like yeah. Tokyo Drift. Oh yeah. Well, I just I couldn't come up watching it. I'm sure stuff. we saw bits of it and thought this is shit. Yeah, I have seen bits of it, mm. um, and they use a lot of that 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 zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. zoom focus and shit. Well, that's I, that's I think a case of like Annabelle, where it was that it was originally like just a spin off. Because they couldn't get Vin, Vin Diesel or Paul Walker, whoever, yeah, they couldn't get yeah. them back or they didn't have the funds to get them back. Because I don't think the movies were financially successful at first, the first two. They were big enough, but they mm. weren't enough to be like huge, yeah, like yeah. juggernaut, so that each film was paired back a bit. Vin Diesel didn't come back yeah. for the second one. Yeah. 
and then neither of them in the third one. I think Vin Diesel has like a cameo right at the end. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but um, but yes, yeah, so I was like a spin-off. Yeah, bit. and then it's interesting to see how they've tried to build that into the franchise. Yeah. So they've set. If you don't know, they've tried to fit in Tokyo Drift in between six and seven. Yeah, which is where we are now. We are now. So it's funny. Every movie leading up to that point, the guy Han goes, oh, we "Can't wait to get to Tokyo." One can't day. wait to get back no. to Tokyo. Yeah. Didn't you say every day? Didn't you say you were going to Tokyo? Not yet. <laughs> and then where should we go? Oh, we've always wanted to go to Tokyo. So it's like yeah. everyone. It's everyone. They're like, "Oh, we just put it off." We'll put it off to the next one. I'll put it off again. Yeah. It almost become like a running joke. So now we're at six and he's finally gone to Tokyo. Yeah. So now, again, we're doing the chronological thing. We watch one, two, four, five, six, and then the next one's Tokyo Drift. Yeah. And then we'll do seven, and eight, eight, then Hobbs and Shaw, and then the new one, nine. The new one, nine. Yeah. Well, when that's out, yeah. Yeah. A few weeks. That's a couple of weeks. And, uh, end of two next or three month. Weeks. Out, yeah. yeah. Um, or this month, actually, because by the time this podcast goes out, oh no, it'll still be, it'll still be May. By the time this podcast goes out, it'll be the third, it'll be the thirty first, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yep. So anyway, they've been fun, just big, stupid, dumb, yeah. meathead movies. Yeah, they're like, they're like Jason Statham films. <laughs> well, he comes into the they're, next one, doesn't yeah, he? They're, they're they're entertaining and they're mm-hmm. fun to watch, and you don't yep. have to concentrate. Yep. Just. Yeah, good to go. Good to go along for a bit of fun. Yeah, big, explosive, and stupid, yeah. over, um, over the top, and some some of the yeah, like that one last night with the with the plane. Yeah, oh yeah, the pl- so the plane was going down the runway yeah. for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> it's like, how long is this fucking runway? <laughs> how funny, so funny. Yeah. And then the plane crashes just before he reaches the end of the runway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I so loved funny. I loved it when they're going over the bridge, like really fast. And then Michelle Rodriguez jumps out of the or gets yeah. flung out of the <laughs> car right. and Vin Diesel's like, fuck, I'm gonna save her, and he jumps out and like grabs her. Well he's, he smashed his car into the side yeah. and flipped him out. That's right. And he jumps out and grabs her as they're going over like you got the two bridges. And then over the top, he grabs her, and they do like a fucking army roll and land on on, on, a, on, car, on a car. On a car, brilliant. And then later on, she <laughs> says, "You had you know the car was going to be there?" And he says, "I didn't." <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit that got me. I was like, I, I'm sure I verbally was like, "What the fuck?" It was a that screen. was the one moment that was like, "Okay, here we go." Because <laughs> I've heard we've heard that each one just gets stupider and yeah. stupider, and it's finally hit that point now. I think where the franchise is like, "Okay, we finally hit. Yeah. We finally." Um, what we almost jumped the shark. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant, though. I love it. So I'm looking forward to seven. Yeah, they're good fun. We're going to get really enjoy them. Got to get through Tokyo Drift. But it's rest. not about cars anymore. It's about the... No, it's just about, it's about smashing shit up. <laughs> but the um, the uh, stunt work is fucking crazy. Oh, it's incredible. So good. Right. Really incredible good. Incredible stunt work. Really good. Like... And then there's one, I'm not sure which of seven. It might be seven, I think, where they drive cars off a pl- out of a plane or something. Don't know. No idea. I'm looking forward clip, to it. So... Mm, crazy. So that'll be fun. Um, TV wise, we didn't watch any television this week, really, other than like the get the um, reality shows that have been on at the moment. Big Brother, <laughs> and always good fun. The Apprentice, we love our reality shit. We've watched. Um, we have a lot to watch though. We've got Trying just started yep. on Apple TV, the second season. So there's a few episodes of that we got to watch. We've got a few episodes of Big Shot on Disney Plus yep. left to watch. We keep forgetting. Um, the third season of Kaminsky Method that just landed on Netflix. Ju- oh, it's just started. I yeah. need to finish season two. I don't know how oh, much of you? it I've watched. You finished it? No, I don't oh, know how many. Brilliant. I keep saying to Alicia, "Can you please let me know how much we watched of it so I can finish it?" Yeah, I'll let you know, and then I need you back. Then I'll remind her in a month later because it was on her Netflix overseas. Oh, okay. So 
I saw oh, that's what you were overseas at the time. Yeah, I was overseas. Yeah. I was watching it with You her. actually got put me on to it, I think. Yeah, I think so. Such a good show. Michael yeah, Douglas yeah. and, uh, shit, who's the other guy in it? Uh, I can't remember. Kavinsky Method. Um, oh. Is that Alan? Wait, what's Alan his name? Alan yeah, Elder? No, not Alan, Alan. Elder. Um, um, I can picture him. Alan Arkin. Yeah. Is that Alan Arkin? Um, I'm not sure. Let me have a look. But it's the third, yeah, Alan Arkin. It's the third season and it's the final season. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, yeah, Alan Arkin. So it's such a good show. I love it. Yeah, it's so really good. third season's on uh, Netflix. We'll check that out when it goes on. So they dump the uh, full season, don't they? They do the full season yeah. on Netflix, yeah. Um, we also watched, we'll briefly talk about this because I did a review. We watched, last week, we watched the first three episodes of the new Rugrats reboot. Mm-hmm. How would you think of that? Ah. <sighs> Didn't have the same charm as the original. Mm, yeah, I thought. Yeah, um, it, it's it's not something you've got to watch it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, and it's a show for five year olds. Yeah, five year old, five year old, five to ten year olds are going to love it. Yeah, they will absolutely yeah. love it. Um, but watching it because I, I I of course watched it when you were a kid. I watched yeah, the yeah. original with you, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. There was a yeah. lot of there was a lot of gags in there for adults and all that mm. sort of shit. Um, but. There's less of that in this new on this new one. Well, I thought I thought the first show, which was the double length, forty yeah, that minute was, one, that was that was really, more like really the original, good. yeah, and it had the adult jokes. Yeah, the grandpa's yeah. on the dating app, yeah, and has right. all the people showing up to his front yeah. door, yeah, um, all these little adult jokes. But then once it gets into like the actual episodes, yeah. it's so dumbed down, yeah, uh, it's just really like kid aimed, which is what it is. I mean, that's Nickelodeon's target demographic, and as much as this happens every time something like this gets rebooted and the older crowd is like, wow, but they get ruined it. And they're like, fucking, it's like, like you said, it's a show yeah. for five-year-olds. Yeah. It's and, just, and for me, it was a little difficult to watch because of the because of the animation. Yeah. I, I, I really loved the charm yeah. of the original animation, yeah. which was probably all hand-drawn, was it? Yeah, the well, their or? first three seasons, the first three or four seasons were hand-drawn. Yeah. And then they switched to digital later yeah, on. This is digital 3D sort yeah. of yeah. animation and... It's not my really, not really my bag, no. but but the kids the kids will love it They'll because love it. because they've grown up with that that animation, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, that CGI stuff. Yeah, exactly so. right. That's why they've done it. Uh, but anyway, I did a full review for that. You can check that out on YouTube. We also watched just quickly. We watched but it's a, worth it's worth checking out. It's worth it checking out if you're a fan of it. Particularly yeah. that first episode, I really really liked. Yeah, I did too. Um, and it's almost like they went here's that sh- here's here's your show here's back your show again. for for the older crowd. Enjoy this, and then it's like okay, now it's for the kids. Now it's for the kids. Fuck off. So you get your well, because it's funny because Nickelodeon have rebooted a couple of the older shows. Yeah, they rebooted um, Hey Arnold. And they oh, did, did they really? I didn't they, they did Yeah, that. it was just a special though. So they oh, did a right. Hey Arnold one and they did a Rocco's Modern Life and they were both like 40-minute specials. Oh, right. And they were kind of aimed at the older crowd and it's almost like here's your 40-minute revival, that's done now. Yeah. So I felt like the Rugrats, that first 40-minute one, they took that same approach. It was like right. here's your 40-minute thing. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now the rest of this is for the, the children. Yep. Um, so, yeah, in that respect it's quite good but – if you're, I keep saying, if you're an older fan, just temper expectations. Yeah, exactly right. Because um, it's not made for you. It's made for, it's made it's for made today's for kids. kids to get a new generation involved yep. in the show. Yeah. Uh, we also watched this week, this is the big buzz show of the week, it was the Friends reunion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because that show was on this, on in this household so fucking often, <laughs> I got sick of it and I'd walk into the room and go, oh, are you watching that shit again? That and Simpsons are the only oh. show. Well, The Simpsons I can watch over and over again. Yeah. That didn't bother me. But 
friends that just got to a point where I just thought, oh, I've had enough of this shit. I don't I'd have it on repeat. Anymore. I'd have it on repeat. It's the only show I've had on repeat other than The Simpsons. Yeah. And I reckon I've watched it through about ten times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if that'd yeah. be right. Love it. And Alicia loves it too, which uh, is great. And I wasn't and I wasn't really looking forward to the reunion that yeah. much. So much more as you and yeah. Alicia and yeah. probably Emily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily would have. Cousin, yeah. Um, and Ben, they both love it. Yeah, but yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really great. Really did very enjoy good. It. I had fun with it. It's I really like, nice to see. I love them the way they sort of brought some of the 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 other characters into it. Yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Was great. Gunther and the parents, the parents here, and Mr. Heckles. What's her name from New York? Um, from New York. Oh my god! Oh, Janice. Yeah, 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 Janice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's fun. It was good. I liked. I wasn't particularly fond on James Corden hosting it, but he was okay. He was all right. Um, I don't mind James Corden. He's okay. You don't like him. I'm not a big fan. Um, I quite like him. And then he's just really full of himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that other celebrity shit, Justin Bieber coming out dressed as a spud. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave, I just see the irony in that, though. Yeah, but Him it's... dressed but as a I spud. Didn't, yeah, I know, but I, did, I didn't need it. I didn't need the runway thing. I didn't need David Beckham coming out and telling me how much he loves friends. No, I didn't. It's just like, um, I'll give the Lady Gaga segment a pass because I like Lady Gaga. Yeah. And it worked. I thought that quite worked, yeah, actually. Yeah. They had her come in and did the Phoebe thing, and they did the whole... The smelly cat yeah, and stuff. Yeah, she did the whole, like, thank you for being the one on... Thank you for being the different one on Friends. Yeah. And allowing us different people to know that we were accepted. We accepted. So yeah. I liked that. But then, like, you know, a talking head of David Beckham saying, "Oh, I fucking love Friends. I love it. I come home and watch Friends. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Get back to what I'm here for, please." But otherwise, I thought it was really fantastic. Yeah. A lot of people have been complaining that they didn't go really in depth on some stuff. I mean, Matthew Perry had his um, his troubles during uh, during the show's run. Um, and I didn't dive into that. I've been thinking yesterday that he'd been in rehab about four times or something. Uh, Well, at least two, I think, during the show. But I know that he has had troubles. Anyway, people were um, were kind of annoyed that they didn't delve into it, particularly because the Fresh Prince, we haven't watched a Fresh Prince one, but apparently the Fresh Prince one, they sit around and they get real, like, in depth. It's just them sitting around a a table and going, like, real heartfelt, really. And they didn't do it with friends. But I kind of feel like Friends was always the glossy show. It yeah. was the happy show. It was. Are they so, there's a vast difference between Fresh Prince and Friends. Mm. Fresh Prince was never afraid to tackle the hard topics. It was always really about he was a kid, you know, the poor kid who comes and lives with the older family and yep. it's all about the um, culture clash between yep. him and his family. And, of course, being the black family, it was about how they – you know, being in white America and yep. there's all these kinds of things that go. So it, it always um, tackled hard issues. Friends never did that. No, Friends no, no. was just comedic. It was glossy. It was glossy. It was comedic farce just for the sake of just entertain, you know, just, um, you know, pure escapism. Yeah. Whereas Fresh Prince was was always hard hitting yep. and quite um, revolutionary in that, in that respect for a sitcom. So I feel like you can understand why the two um, reunions were handled differently. Mm. I never expected them to go in depth on Matthew Perry or you know no, any of that no. shit. They, just, I don't think they would have touched that subject no. anyway. Um, so I, I was just I was happy they got there. They were happy to reminisce about the good times and keep it light and cheery as the show was. I was happy with it. Yeah. I've always been one who said I don't want them to revive the show. Mm. And as the creator saying, I've I've said it forever. It's like this show is about this certain time in their life, a certain time of these people's lives. 
where, as they said on the thing, where your friends are your family. Yeah. And at the end of that, they all disperse. They've all got families. They've got kids. I don't want to see Chandler and Monica in suburbia raising no, kids right. or Joey running a taco shop or, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Like, I don't need to see it. Yeah, that's right. That's the one charm. Like, I don't need that reboot. Mm. So I was happy this way. And they did, like, the table read. They kind of revisited their characters in a way because they read the script. Yeah, yeah. And so you get, like, this little burst of them just revisiting their characters. And, like, this is, per- like, the perfect way to do it. Yeah. So anyway, I really love that. And just little little bits, you know, Joey and Chandler in the in, oh, the, yeah, in the the chairs recliners and, and that's all you need. And that just sort of stuff, just little snippets like little that. Sparks, yeah, beautiful. And you could see, you could see, in um, in the actors themselves, that their light, yeah. their eyes would light up. Yeah. Like they were sitting, they were sitting in in uh, in the girls' apartment, and mm. and someone looked across, and I think it was um, was it uh, what's his name. Uh, Joey, oh, Joey, um, Matt LeBlanc. It said, "Oh, they got they got the chairs, and let's go, let's yeah, go yeah, in there, yeah, yeah. let's go over there and sit in the chairs." So they went across and sat <laughs> yeah. in the chairs, you know, and that was that was a really nice little moment yeah, just to great. see that they that they were genuine, genuinely, yeah, um, excited by it, yeah. and they so really good. enjoyed seeing that and yeah. whatever. So if you want to check that out, so it was worth it. And 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 watching that for me, I sort of I sort of after watching, I thought to myself, oh, maybe I could revisit the show now. Yeah, good. I want to. I want to go back. The early it. seasons, maybe not, but the later seasons were. I really enjoyed. Oh, I love it all. More. Love it all. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to rewatch it, you got to start from from the beginning. Well, it's Alicia doesn't particularly like season one, and every I think we've watched it together at least two times. Yeah. I think we're on our third rewatch together. Right. And every time she's like, "I don't want to watch season one again," I'm like, "No, you have to go back to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Get the full experience." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's great. Anyway, so if you want to check that out here in Australia, it's on Binge and on Foxtel. Um, in the UK, it's on Sky. In the US, it's HBO Max. Right, and it's it's available globally. I think so. I don't know. Figure out wherever you are. Well, one stage, a, there was an episode of it playing. I mean, the reunion every, itself. I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, but the yeah. but the show itself at one stage, what was it? it was like yeah, it's airing it. I think it's air, still airing is. every day of the minute somewhere in the world. It's airing at every moment. Of every day, it's it's airing somewhere in the world at every moment on television. And we and we did we did a we did a tour of the Warner was it Warner, yeah, Brothers? Warner Brothers Studios, studio, yeah, yeah. and they had the set set up there, yeah, it was great. The, the the coffee shop the coffee set up shop. there, and the uh, the tour guy was telling us at the time there that that the actors were still being paid royalties mm. for that. Of course they are, yeah. And then we and at that stage that was two thousand eleven. Yeah, about I think. that. They were getting twenty five million dollars mm. each a year. Yeah. I guarantee it's more now. And they're probably probably still getting that. Well, they're saying something like how many billion times it's been streamed alone. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it was incredible. They would still be making making more of that. They'd be making more than that now with all these. And you see merchandise for it everywhere now. Mm. It's like had this resurgence because it's like it was the number one on Netflix for so long. Um, and it's everywhere. Merchandise and shit has just come out of nowhere. Anyway, Mm. I didn't want to talk about that for too long. We're we're pushing it it again. Um, Let's do the ah, Deadwood update. Okay. This hey, week this week on Deadwood. Yeah. Don't know what happened because we didn't see we it. We didn't fucking watch it. No, Shit. sorry, Sam. I don't think we can get back to it. It's so boring that I don't know if we can finish it off. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> so tired. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. We just, uh, just haven't had time this week. Defeated. So next week we're going to have to catch yeah. up. <clears throat> well, yeah, Although we, got a, we had a week gap. We're going to have a week gap. Between well, we were going to leave. The... We we're going to leave a week gap between the last episode and the movie um, to coincide to... with episode forty. Yeah. Of the podcast. So either we either watch two this week or we just don't have that week gap. 
We'll think. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see how we go in June. We'll get at least one. We'll get at least one in this week. Sorry, Sam. Only because um, I, I I was out one night and um, it just threw it just threw the week out. Yeah, and you had a few other things going on during the week yeah. as well, so it sort of the made it difficult out. to sort of find the time to do it. Yeah, um, it wasn't so much me. It was you. Yeah, I know. I threw it out. I'm sorry. No, well, but then we had to catch up on our reality shows. Because you can't be too far behind on like Big Brother or The Apprentice because no. I get spoiled on Twitter or yeah. you just fall behind on the episodes. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you got to get into it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so but we will get we will get at least one this we'll week. Get at least one in this week. Um, I saw Cruella this week, so we've talked about again. Wacko Jacko gets annoyed that we go from movies to TV back to movies, but now we're talking about the new movies. That just come out. I saw Cruella. You didn't catch this one. No. Um, no. This is available on Disney Plus and in cinemas right now. Not in Melbourne, in cinemas if you you're in Melbourne. Of course I am. It's out now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I just said that. <laughs> this, I posted my review. Remember this is the one I had to post the review for at like 2 a.m.? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so I saw it. You didn't see it. Um, as I said, it's on Disney Plus and in theatres right now. Not in Melbourne, because uh, if you're in Melbourne, theatres are closed. It is closed. <laughs> for a week. At least. Uh, yeah, well, at least. It's on Disney Plus for that $30 premiere access. Um, I really liked it. I wasn't sure what to think going into this. Um, it's got Emma Stone as Cruella, so that was the one thing I was like, yeah, I'll get along. Well, obviously, it's a Disney movie, so I'm going to see them all. But Emma Stone was the one thing that was had me like a glimmer of hope for this. Uh, but I really liked it. It's really good. It's re- surprisingly very, very good. Well, it's not really my sort of. Mm. I don't. Think, I don't know if I've seen the first one. I don't know if I've even watched the first oh, one. Oh, you would have when I was a kid. Hundred and One Dalmatians with Glenn Close. Mm. I'm sure you would have yeah, when I was maybe, a kid. Maybe unless it was one that Nan took me to see at the movies. And I can't, I can't remember. I didn't. I don't really. Like so it's not them. really one. Not really one that I was looking forward to. Now, but but everything I've read and seen, yeah, um, people are raving about it. Yeah, a lot of people saying I didn't think much going in, and that's really good. Yeah. Only real issue for me was it's like two hours and fifteen minutes. It's too long. Right. It doesn't really feel. You don't really feel the length of it until the end, but it gets to a point where you're like, let's wrap it up. Mm. Yeah, it's getting a bit long in the tooth. Right. But otherwise, it's very, very, very good. Very mm. good. I was surprised how good it is. Just, just another one of those movies that doesn't take themselves too seriously. It dives straight into just being stupid and over the top. And her performance is incredible. And I say, she, she looks like she she's really fantastic. suit, the, suit Even, the role. Like watching the trailers and stuff, I was like, oh, I don't know how good this is. I don't know how, because it's very campy over the top. Uh, but in the context of the film, it works really well. Um, Emma Thompson's in there as well as a villain. Uh, mm. She's fantastic. She's always great. But she's she's always good. so good. Um, and they're all really good in this. Um, yeah, it was just, I won't, say too, I won't say too much more. I've got a full review. If you want to check out my full thoughts on it, you can check that out. I'll link that below. We'll just go to my channel and check it out. Uh, but I really liked it. I, thought it was really, I think you like, I'll have to check it out. I think you will like it. Mm. It was very good. I think the way they did it, really kind of grungy. They sit in like uh, punk rock 1970s London and just the aesthetic of it all was really quite good. Yeah. Yeah, very, very enjoyable. Mm, yeah, so I'll check it out. Get along and I'll check, check it, it out. Yeah. Um, let's play a game this week. Um, you're going to change it up a bit this week? We're going to change it up because I I'm, I, I love Shider All Right. Shider All Right's great. It's our favourite segment. A lot of people are loving it. Some people have called it their beloved 
in my <laughs> beloved segment. Um, I'm really wary about burning it out. So we're going to play a new game this week. It's going to it's called Fantails Game. <laughs> if you are watching out there, you can see we've got a bang of fantails. I have to explain these to our American view or for our international international viewers. viewers yeah. um, these are an Australian candy or, or sweet. sweet, or in Australia we call them lollies. lollies. Um, they're made by Allen's manufacturer. They're the best manufacturer of lollies, I personally believe. Uh, so if you want to sponsor us, get on it, Alan. I love Alan's lollies. Buy them every week. Yeah. Um, they've been around. Now, these fantails have been around since 1930. Wow. Yeah. Well, I knew they were around when I was a kid. So Yeah. Now, they... So maybe I thought it was earlier than that. Yeah. But, when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they are chocolate-covered caramels, mm. which is interesting because you don't like caramel, but you love these. I actually love them. I really, really like those. Um we used, to, we used to have another. We used to have another lolly when we were a kid called Mates, and yeah. they were the same, the same uh, sort of thing. We used right. to love them. Now each one has a wrapper with a movie star biography on them. Well, it's not just movie stars because I think to, you think it used to just be movie stars, but they've changed. Oh shit! I hit the applause <laughs> button. I was thinking, what the hell is that? Well, they used to they used to have um, Who Am I's and yeah. Um, uh, basically, what, you who know, am I? basically about what a movie you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For movies and stuff Just like trivia, that. Just trivia, like movie trivia. But they were originally called fan tales because they were all biography, like little biographies of film stars. Yeah. It's more like a trivial thing now. And they do actually change the rappers every two years to keep them topical. Really? There you go, yeah. So anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to... Oh, I need delicious. This is oh. also an excuse to just enjoy some candy on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah delicious. Mm, really cool. I've got to be careful because these will break my teeth. Mm, pull fillings out. Yeah. So basically what we're going to do... We're all going to, we're each going to, we'll do two or three of them. We're going to open up our fantail. We've already done that. We've got to help And we're just going to each read out the little trivia to each other and we're going to see if the other person will get the get the trivia or not. And whoever gets the most at the end wins. Yeah. So we'll do three each. Yep. Okay. That means you get three candies each. Mm, <laughs> delicious. Okay. You go first. Okay. Who am I? Yep. Born in Sydney in 1983. Yep. She was raised in the Australian rural town of uh, Ganeda, um, but moved to Brisbane for her schooling. Mm-hmm. Her modelling career took all... Shit. Sometimes it's a little difficult to read. Her, <laughs> modelling, her modelling career took off after winning a, daily, a Dolly magazine competition at age 13, in 1997. She has since appeared in many Australian fashion campaigns. In 2006, she relocated to the United States, where she signed a lucrative uh, lucrative cosmetics contract with Maybelline. She was the first Australian Victoria's Secret model <clears throat> and currently lives in New York with her, with her Yorkshire Terrier, called Frankie. She is an actor... Um. Oh, that's going to give it away. Yeah, it gets the further down it goes, the more obvious it gets. Yeah. She and so let's maybe not. She and her actor husband, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, have a son together named Flynn. Um, she married Evan. That's going to give it Don't do the too. easy parts. We'll yeah, just okay. do the hard bits. Okay, so that's as much as I can give you. I actually don't know. 
first Australian Victoria's Secret model, the only person I can think of is maybe Al McPherson. How many guesses do we get? One each. Just have another one. First Australian Victoria's Secret model. Yep. She is the first Australian. She is the first Australian Victoria's Secret model, and currently lives in New York with a Yorkshire Terrier called Frankie. Lives in New York. She and her famous actor husband. I know Hugh. Have Jack- a son together. I know Hugh Jackman lives in New York. No, this but is this is a like- woman. I know, but I'm saying she would be living with her husband. Mm-hmm. New York, Australian. I don't know, actually. Oh, you should get this one easy. Okay, so now I'll give you the easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So she lives in New York with a Yorkshire Terrier called Frankie. She and act and she and actor Orlando Bloom have a son together. Oh, see, named I had Flynn. her in my, I had her in my head. Miranda Kerr. Yeah, Miranda Kerr. Yeah. That's right. Um, I didn't so say she's it. married Evan Spiegel in two thousand seventeen, and together they have two children. There you go. Hmm. All right, still sort of working our way how to play this game. Yeah, it feels like I feel like there's a game. Oh shit! I didn't even read you my one before I got into the. Before I get to the second. Okay. So, um, what was I going to say? Um, okay. So, I think the, I think, I feel like there's a, a TV show where it's a similar thing like this where they used to have a Who Am I? And then after every, after every line, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get a chance to answer. And if not, you can keep and, going. And the higher, the, the earlier you got, the more points you got. Ah, right. Feels like Sailor the Century or something. Wasn't something, it? something like that. Anyway, so we'll yeah, try. And, what there was, it yeah, was, the was Sailor the Century. Century. Anyway, so let's let's do this one, right? Who am I? Born in 1963. Good so year. Here's you. That's a good year. That he's an American actor and film producer. He first gained recognition as a cowboy hitchhiker in the road movie Thelma and Louise. Oh. Then had leading roles in big budget productions. A River Runs Through It, Interview with the Vampire, Legends of the Fall, and played the legendary Achilles in the movie Troy. He's given, this is where it starts to get more obvious. Um, Brad Pitt. Correct. Got it. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Woohoo! So that's one and zero. Because I knew he was born in 63, and then Thelma and Louise, Louise I think, oh, mm. and I remember, I remember him, but I couldn't picture the face. When you said Legends of the Fall, I thought... He's you know. got the hair dresser. Yep, that's Thelma right. Louise. Yep. Topless, of course, in a cowboy hat. Okay. Mm-hmm. What movie am I? Oh. Uh, named after uh, Renaissance artists and trained in... Nin, ninju, nin, ninjutsu. Mm-hmm. These four characters fight against the evils of society from their home in... The Storm Sewers of New York City. Oh, obvious. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep, got it. Got to be. So we read, read the rest of it out? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Um, New York City. Uh, originating as a comic in 1984, the characters made their way into mainstream cartoon series, video games, toys mm. and films, with the most recent being released in 2014. These masked... These masked characters are often accompanied by their sensei, 
Splinter. Uh, and friends, April April O'Neill and Cassie Jones. Well, there you go. Yeah, obvious. So the rest of the Brad Pitt one was he's given critically acclaimed performances in Seven, Fight Club, Moneyball, 12 Years a Slave, earning him a Golden Globe Awards and Academy Award nominations. He's also a father of six children with actress Angelina Jolie. Oh. Okay, so next one for you. Oh, interesting one. So this is what? My second. So one left each after this. Yep. I've got to swallow that bit of caramel. All right, born, born on 29th of April 1956 in New York and named Jerome. This comedian is one of the most famous of his generation. He found his fame as a stand-up comedian where he excelled in observational humour and satire using his everyday life experiences as inspiration, especially those awkward social encounters. It gets a little bit more obvious the more we go. So did I say what year he was born? 54. Observational comedian. Observational comedy and satire. Not Robin Williams. No. Yeah, one more try. Jerome. Born in New York. He's one of the most famous comedians of his generation. Um, uh, Seinfeld? Correct. Ah, there we go. Yeah, he's a Superman fan, starring alongside him in a series of television commercials and including the character in the long-running sitcom series that carries the star's own name. Mm, there awesome. you go. Yeah, cool. Jerry. Okay, I've got a Who Am I? Yep. Born February 3 in Sydney, Australia. Another Australian. Yep. Born February 3 in Sydney, Australia. <clears throat> she is an actress, yep. writer, and stand-up comedian. When was she born, sorry? Uh, just says February 3. It doesn't give a year. Oh, right. Uh, writer and stand-up comedian. Uh, she trained in Australia's ATYP. What's that? Uh, Australian Youth. What is that? ATY? AT- Australian Theatre Theatre Youth. I don't know. Something like that probably. Maybe I don't know. ATYP <laughs> and the acclaimed uh, Second City Improv School in New York. Right. She appeared as, as Tula in the SBS comedy series Pizza. From two thousand three, and gained her break, uh, gained her breakout role in two thousand eleven's Bridesmaids. Oh, oh! Leading That's... leading variety to name her one of the top ten comics to watch in two thousand eleven. In two thousand twelve, she she starred in the musical comedy Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I was going to say it has to be Rebel Wilson. It has to be Rebel Wilson. <laughs> I Can't think so, because it? it's, it's chopped off at the bottom. Oh, it is chopped off. It has to be. It has to be her. Yeah, Fat Amy in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. That's what it says. So there you That's go. Rebel Wilson. There you go. Fat Amy in um, Pitch Perfect, where she is the role of Fat Amy, earned her several award nominations, following followed by another busy year in 2013, where she starred in Pain and, Pain and Gain alongside Mark Wahlberg and Dwayne Johnson. I don't remember her in that. Ooh, opening one more. Here we go. I hope people are enjoying this segment. <laughs> I am. Yeah, because okay. they're delicious. They're lovely. Oh, okay. This is the last one. Born in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That's it. No. Uh, <laughs> in 1954, she graduated from Tennessee State University in speech and performing arts. 
She's a media personality known for her self-titled multi-award-winning talk show, which is the highest-rated program in history. In one show, she gave... It's just so much more obvious from then on. Oprah. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. So so (laughs) obvious. In one show, she gave members of the audience brand-new cars that ended in 2011 when she began her own television network. The Ultimate Australian Adventure saw her bring her entire show to Australia in 2011, where she had guests such as Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe, filming one episode on the steps of the Opera House. In 2013, she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, an honorary doctorate from Harvard. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So that's the that's a bit of fun. That's the Fantails game. Mm. That was fun for us. Take it out. We haven't got, got a theme for that, have we? No, I'll put something over the top. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. Went down the funny way. Mm, delicious. Um, yeah, so we enjoyed eating some candies and reading mm. some trivia. I hope it was interesting to listen to. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know if it wasn't. If it wasn't, we won't do it again. We'll, 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 we'll just, just eat them. We'll just, yeah, exactly right. And if we eat all those, we might have to go buy another pack. Yeah, exactly. They are nice. Or four. Yeah, yeah of course. Whoop. All right. So I want to very briefly, we're an hour now. i got to wash that down. So we got, we got all, oh no, I got all mine, you missed one. Yeah, I missed one, so you win I won. this week. Woo-hoo. I want to very briefly talk about, oh, you can see it if you're watching, but if you're not watching, you can't. Um, box of DVDs, what's new? Um, these have been sent in by a um, a group called Random Space Media. They're, yep. a, <coughs> they're a distributor here in Australia. They've been around for a few years, uh, but they kind of been flying under the radar a little bit. I'm going to do a whole video on them. Um, I'm going to film it tomorrow. It'll be up this week. Uh, but I just want to briefly talk about them on the podcast as well. They've kind of been flying under the radar a little bit. And I only discovered them because there's a they reissued or they issued um, this classic cult Eddie Murphy film from the 80s called The Golden Child. Yep. Like a fantasy adventure yeah, comedy. Great. One of my favourite Eddie Murphy films. It is good. Never came out on Blu-ray, um, and they've just released it on Blu-ray over in the US and the UK. And I was kind of looking on Amazon. I was looking on Amazon Australia to see if I could import it through the global store. And um, an Australian edition of it came up. Mm. I thought, what the hell is this? Why didn't I hear about this? Went looking, wasn't on JB website, wasn't on Easy DVD, wasn't on Sanity. You could get it on Amazon through like a third-party seller and you get it on eBay through eBay sellers. I mean, what is the deal with this? Did a little digging. Turns out it's been released by this group called Random Space Media. Mm. Um, did a little bit more digging. I emailed them. I, I found, then I found out that there were a couple of other releases that they had put out that had kind of flown under, flown under the radar. One in particular is this one, The Great. Is that show that we oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. really yep. Yep. we loved yep. so much? Al Fanning, Nicholas Holt. Yep. Uh, where she plays, uh, was it Catherine the Great? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrific program. They released this on Blu-ray. I found this on the Global Store as well. You can only get the DVD on In general JB release. And, stuff, yeah. and JB and wherever else. I kind of thought, what, what is going on? Karen will stuck in the Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I've got it here. I was thinking, what's going on with these guys? Anyway, they're legit because that's the first thing you think is like, why aren't these appearing at JB and stuff? Did a bit of digging some people that I know, knew about them, but like, yeah, they're just this smaller company who release things through smaller distributors. Right. I reached out to them because I was like, hey, 
you're releasing some awesome stuff because over the last few months I've noticed a few other things pop up. Just on like Blu-ray.com, I see them there and I'm like, oh, this is another one from this random space media. I reach out, I was like, hey guys, just I'm interested to know, learn a little bit about you and if I can possibly help get your name out there a little bit, I'm happy to do anything that I can do for you guys. And they check out my stuff. They're like, we love your stuff. We love um, the support that you give to the local media industry, particularly physical media and stuff. And like, we're going to send you a bunch of stuff. And you can spotlight it for us um, and hopefully have like an ongoing partnership yeah. for like haul videos and, you know, do individual videos for their big release and stuff like that. Um, their releases are, again, as I said, all official, 100% official. They're developed in partnership with Universal Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. So they have a really good relationship mm. with Universal, who I deal with as well. Mm. Um, I deal with them and I deal with uh, a few of their branches as well, their home media arms to do releases and stuff. Um, they have told me that a lot of the... Because I kind of said, I know a lot of people are going to be asking why aren't these released on a wider scope? Why haven't... Why have these particular titles, stuff like... Avatar The Last Airbender, the complete collection in this really gorgeous box set. Again, I'll be spotlighting these properly in a video. <coughs> Let me... That's those, ch- that's those bloody fantails, though. You've fantail. Stopped, it's got to stop beating fantails. Fantail went down. <laughs> so I've still got the fantail in my mouth. <coughs> and the chocolate's just like dripping down a little bit. Um, they did a big Breaking Bad box set, <coughs> pardon me, which has got the El Camino film in it mm. as well. So I was like, why can't we get these? JB, all that kind of stuff. He's like, well, a lot of these titles are titles that just typically wouldn't get a Blu-ray release on the local market. Stuff that might not sell well. Um, So something like The Great, which got a DVD, but then, (coughs) pardon me, didn't get a wide release Blu-ray. Probably wouldn't sell that well on Blu-ray. Yeah. Something like The Golden Child is such a cult, random... Eddie Murphy film probably wouldn't sell that well. So a lot of the titles are typically things that wouldn't get a local Blu-ray release on the Australian market. And they're sort of on their stuff towards <laughs> collectors, really, don't well, they? Well, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. In the case of the special editions like Avatar, they're really gearing stuff towards collectors. Yeah. Um, they know that the people who are still buying physical media pr- primarily are collectors. Yeah. So they want to gear a lot of their stuff towards the collectors. Yep. Um, so instead of, I guess, Universal licensing their titles out to someone like Umbrella or something, they're still releasing them officially but through a smaller distributor yeah. who then who then you can get their titles through smaller distributors, smaller third-party things on Amazon, whatever, or through their own website. Now, I don't want to use their word exclusives because they're not, not, they're not always exclusive. Occasionally you can find... Some of their titles at JB. Yeah. Uh, very occasionally you can find one. You're like, oh, this is one of the random space, for example. Um, I've seen the – there's a John Carpenter 4K collection. I saw that sitting on the shelf at JB. Right. right? Um, so not all of them – they're not exclusive 100% of the time. Uh, but a lot of them, you've got to go through random space media to yeah. get them or one of their things. Anyway, they've just started up their own website. It's random space media. Uh, I just want to double-check if it's – I think it's – I want to make sure it's .com or .au. Um, com. Uh, you can go there. They've just set up a brand new web shop, and this all just kind of came together after I reached out to them uh, because that wasn't up there a few days ago. So oh, Yellowstone as well. Um, yeah, well, no, they had, yeah, they, they've got like a box set, a Yellowstone box set. Awesome. Uh, one to three on DVD. Uh, but they've got some really great stuff. Again, I'm going to do a whole video we're a spotlight, this big box of stuff they sent over. Terrific stuff. Um, and I'm launching a, a, a sort of a promo with them at the moment. 
Uh, so I wanted to give it a little bit of air on the podcast as well. Yep. So if you're interested to go over and check out what they're selling, like there's a Fast and the Furious 9 movie collection on Blu-ray, oh, and like geez. that is, um, that's only 50 bucks Australian. Jeez. $50. I'm going we pay for, for all the others. Well, we probably paid $10, $15 each, right? Oh, um, stuff like, um, let's have a look, like the uh, Avatar we're talking Avatar The Last Airbender, great box at $60. So wow. really well-priced. Uh, but awesome. if you get on, the, and it's free shipping as well for Australian customers. Do you have to spend a certain amount to get free no, shipping? it's free or shipping. Just, just really? Free. Well, I, I created like a cart. I put one item. I put a few items in. It was free. I put one item in. And it was still free. So I'm assuming it's free shipping. Let's do it again. Right? One. Check out. Check out. Come on, check it. Check it out. <laughs> I did it before. Put my email in. Oh, I don't. Put my email in, put my address in, and it's free shipping. Uh, but if you're buying from New Zealand, I think you can only order from Australia and New Zealand. If you're New Zealand, it's like $10, like nine ninety five shipping. Yep. Um, but if you get on there, again, great stuff, most of which you're unlikely to find um, Anywhere in, on a wide release. Mm. Uh, go over there, check them out. If you use the discount code at checkout, Dave10, you'll get 10% off your order. Oh, awesome. And that is valid until the end of June, I And believe. you've got to you get nothing out of that too. I get nothing out of it. No. It's other than a big box of DVDs. Well, well you're exactly um, right. But, you know, it's just trying to keep... Yeah, it's, um, it's not on a commission basis no, or anything like all. that. This is just, I reached out, I was like, I want to help. Because for me as a collector, it just felt so random. That something like the gold, it's so funny that it starts with the golden child, this Eddie yeah. Murphy film. I was like, it just felt really random. Well, random space media. Yeah. It just felt very random to me. And I wanted to know more. And I was like, I know you guys are legit. Mm. And even they said to me, we really want to alleviate people's worries because I think even yeah. they're aware that from the outset, it's like, why? Yeah. Like, that's the main question. Yeah. Why? Um, I just want to help them out. And yep. get their word out there and get their releases out there. Because there's so much stuff here that myself as a collector is like, holy shit. Like, even this one, Happiest Season. It's a movie that came out last year. It's a Hulu film overseas. Yep. Opening cinemas here. It's got Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, uh, Daniel Levy, Victor Garber, Marin Steenbur- Mary Steenburgen. Well, that's probably um, something that wouldn't get released here. Only came out on DVD on a wide release. Oh, and everyone, I knew a number of people who were like, why is it not getting a Blu-ray here? It's such a good movie. Yeah. Random there Spaces put out a Blu-ray of it. So you can check them out, head to their website and pick that up. So, yeah, so, again, I, there was so many of their releases. That was the third one I came across, and that's what I was like, I need to reach out to these guys. Yeah. Because what's going on, there's so many people who probably just went out and bought the DVD who aren't aware that you right. can get one can on the local them. market yeah. without having to import. Yeah. You know, this is also my way of being like, well, you don't. if there's a local option, I'd prefer to support the local exactly release. Right. So I just, I this is just my way of just wanting to get help these guys get out there. I do all I can to keep physical media alive and burning and whatever else. Yep. Um, I just want to help them out as much as I can because they're releasing stuff that I want to get and I know they're releasing stuff that my audience wants to get as well. Yeah. So again, head over to randomspacemedia.com. Use the discount code DAVE10 at checkout. You'll get 10% off your full order. Awesome. So, absolutely awesome. Just want to give them a little bit of spotlight on the podcast as well uh, because they're really great, really great team over there doing this stuff. So, um, yeah, so that's good stuff. And they ship to Australia and New Zealand, don't they? Australia and New Zealand, yeah. As far as I could see, there wasn't international shipping, um, but they did tell me the code is Australia and New Zealand customers only. Right. Um, so, there you go. 
Cool awesome. stuff. Random Space so Media. Get on, get on and check them out. Love it. Love it. No, that's not. They're, they're not sponsoring anything. Like no, that, no, so. no. They just. I just wanted to help them out, and they sent me some stuff. They yep. said, "Give us a spotlight." So again, I will be doing like a full video on that if you want to check that out. Awesome. Uh, probably next couple of days. Um, so a couple of big trailers are being released this week. Um, let's take a look at the trailer for the the Eternals. We've been talking about this a little bit over the last uh, week. Over the last couple of weeks, this is the. Um, this is the film by Chloe Zhao, who did um, Nomadland, the one we oh, watched yeah, a few yeah, weeks yeah. ago with Frances yeah. McDormand, the Academy Award winning film. Um, and this is her next film, which is a Marvel film, it's a big studio film. People have been saying, "You wait till you see the Eternals." Mm. Check out the trailer for this one. Yeah, I was keen to hear what you think. I, I don't know anything about this. We have watched. Unguided, we have helped them progress and seen them accomplish wonders. Throughout the years, we have never interfered until now. Thank you for this. Oh, you're welcome. So now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are both gone, who do you think is going to lead the Avengers? I could lead them. (laughs) (laughs) Looks all right. Marvel Studios Eternals. Yeah, looks good. Yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah. Later this year. Gorgeous. Beautifully shot. Yeah. Like we've watched. Marvel Studios, what do you expect? Yeah, no, but it's Chloe Zhao. Look at that. That is. That's Nomadland. Yeah. Isn't that? The way that's been. Shot is yeah, it's gorgeous, beautiful. absolutely and, beautiful. Um, they just let her do what she wanted to do. Yeah, like I've seen the interviews with Kevin Feige. He's been like, she just did whatever yeah. she wanted. And there's one interview where he, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago actually, where he was like, oh yeah, she wanted to bring so much to the studio, and I thought, oh look what she's bringing to Marvel, oh it's great. And then he watched Nomadland. He's like, no, she's just doing, she's doing what her. she does. Yeah, yeah, uh, looks beautiful. A lot of people complaining that it's not very colourful or anything like that. Um, but I think that's fine. Not a lot of the if you look at the color palettes of a lot of Marvel movies, they're not vibrant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's fine. I think it that's looks gorgeous. really interesting. Absolutely gorgeous. So essentially, these are like they've been around for billions of years. They're like space beings. They were oh, there right. at the dawn of the universe, um, and they've seen everything and they've been watching everything that's been happening for billions of years. Yeah, and now finally they've decided to. It's now time that they need to reveal themselves to Earth for awesome. whatever reason. Probably coming out of the back of Endgame where Thanos mm. has come and destroyed everything. They're like, shit, we've got to get down there now. Yeah. No, I look forward to that. Yeah, it looks very good. That looks great. What are your thoughts? She's good. She's a great filmmaker. I know. The, just her camera yeah. angles. and That's what they're saying. Well, she obviously won Best Director last year. Just gorgeous. Won Best Film. And they're saying this film right here could be a serious contender next Academy Awards. It is beautiful. Gorgeous. Like for a studio blockbuster film, mm. insane. And bloody Marv was lucky to nab him when they did before she <laughs> before she won well, all look, the awards. Even, even that, even yeah. that, that, that last scene there in the... Yeah. When they're having dinner, it's just beautiful, beautifully yeah. lit. Yeah, what a great cast too! Wow. Um, and what mm. I'm particularly excited about is uh, Kumail Nanjiani has got jacked for the role. He's fucking huge, really. Yeah, 
there's I don't think you see it that much in this trailer, but there are pictures of him where he's got his top off and he's fucking huge. Really? Yeah, he got absolutely jacked for the film, so I'm so excited to just like to see spend some time with Hemsworth. Oh, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and, like, you see Chris Pratt, how Chris, like, all of these guys weren't particularly big before they got into Marvel and just the, it's it's so fascinating for me to see that trans that transformation. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, what were your thoughts on, this is interesting, what were your thoughts on this last little scene where they do the name drop of Captain America and oh, Iron Man? fantastic. You loved it? Love it. I'm not a fan. No? No, oh, I love it. Only I love because the, I, love that, that crossover. I love the crossover, but I feel like at this point it's like the same joke every time. And I think that's I think that's the beauty of it. I don't know. It's at this time I'm like I get the fact that they're connected. That's great. There's one shot in here where it's there's just, a there's a Captain America shield in the background. I didn't, didn't notice that. I love that. I yeah. love like the little visual nods and stuff. Yeah. But then I'm starting to tire of the oh hey Steve Rogers Iron Man oh yeah yeah. And I feel like it's done in every movie, and it's like no, so the thing I like about that in there oh. is that it it was unexpected, you right? Wouldn't, you wouldn't expect them to talk about ah, uh, but Captain I did America expect stuff. it because they do it in every movie and because I, they yeah, want. But I think that's well, I think it's obviously that's part of the charm. Of well, it. It's part. It's them. It's obviously. I understand what it is. I understand that it's Marvel telling the general audience, hey, this is connected to the yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah. movies. That, but it's, part, that part's of it. Yeah. But as someone, what do you mean? Well, having to having to make that link. Well, yeah, I know. And I imagine Chloe Zhao probably wouldn't have been happy. Oh, I'm not going to say that, but I imagine, like, I know a lot of filmmakers going there, they want to make their own film, and then Marvel goes, oh, you have to put this in, this in, this yeah. in, and they kind of go, ugh. Mm. I got to do it. I mean, that. Oh, who knows? She was probably very happy to do it. But I know there have been uh, filmmakers in the past who've clashed heads with Marvel, who have imposed like, "Oh, you need to name drop Iron Man, yeah. or you need to put Captain America Shield here, or something." Oh, you but have it, to but have it, but this. It, but it works there because they're setting up a joke. Yeah, but see, you know, it's part of the setup. But of the, that for joke. me, it's the same joke every time. Yeah, no, I don't and mind they've that. been doing it. Ant Man. It was all oh, never trust a Stark. Okay, got it. And then there was. Well, it's like, no. fam- like Family Guy. They have the same joke all the time. There are yeah, jokes running through it all the time. Nah, nah, I don't know. You know? Yeah, but it's and not they like a... the point. Nah, nah, that's not Family Guy, though. No, no, no. I get that, but but I, I, I don't I mind I don't it. mind it, it but I just feel like it doesn't need to be so, like... I just feel like, okay, I get it. I got it. I don't care that there's, like, a stinger at the end. There's always, like, a joke at the end. That's fine. I just feel like it's always that same joke. Like, oh, hey, Iron Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah. Because, I, I, me. I see – well, they've obviously said it's, it's part of the setup of a yeah. joke, and that joke wouldn't have worked without it. Yeah, I get it. Like, I get why they have to do it. And, and do you reckon that might be an end credit scene? <laughs> I doubt it. Well, maybe. They wouldn't put it past them. They've, they've yeah. done that before. Yeah. Who knows? That sort of looks like an end credit scene to me. Yeah. Could be. Uh, there's another big trailer that's coming out. But it does t- look good. I, it does I'm look really great. Other than my little, just little niggles that I have, I'm just becoming that like pessimistic, like... 30-year-old, yeah. old man. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just want to see him do just not the same joke every movie. But other than that, everything else looks so unique and so completely different and new and exciting that I forgive it this time. <laughs> yeah, no, but it just looks gorgeous. Looks fantastic. She's yeah. a magnificent. Film. I'm not. In, I don't know. There's not. Other than uh, the Chloe, like it looks gorgeous. I'm not like as excited for it as I could be, but I'm really keen to see it. 
right? Because of um, what it is, what she's going, and I know it's going to blow me away. Yeah. But from that trailer, other than the visuals and stuff, I don't get much out of it narratively or anything. I don't know. Mm. But it looks great. We were the same with Iron Man. Well, yeah, true. So who knows? Anyway, Disney put out another huge trailer this week. I know we're pushing time at the moment, but Jungle Cruise. Yep. They've released, I think maybe there's been two trailers before because this is the one they keep pushing back. That's right. Um, Stuart. 2019 was it? 2019, because it was coming out in the, the it was coming out Christmas, and then I think they kind of realised this movie's going to be really good, so they pushed it to 2020 in the middle of the year, uh, so that they um, could have a summer release. Yeah. And then COVID happened, and they pushed it into this year. So anyway, we've got another trailer. Uh, this is actually called official trailer two. So I think we've had we must have had a, a teaser, and then the last official trailer was last year. Oh God! I actually remember I was in England when the first trailer dropped, the teaser. So oh, it must shit. have been 20, 2019, yeah, 2019 yeah. that did the teaser. So anyway, let's take a very brief look at this. I'm keen to hear what you think about Jungle Cruise. I actually haven't watched this trailer yet either, so this is fresh to me. My name is Dr. Lily Houghton. My brother and I are looking for passage up river. What's out there in the jungle? It's not a fun vacation. Well, I'm not here for a vacation. Legend has it that there is a tree that possesses unparalleled healing power. It will change medicine forever. And you need someone to help you find it. Here we go. Sometimes it just needs a bit of a... Nobody touches my engine but me. What did I just do? There you go. (laughs) Jungle Cruise. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt... Um, Jack Whitehall. You can really tell the movie's really dated by how young Jack Whitehall looks in it. Yeah. You know that it's been shot like four or five years ago. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, okay. Um, well, look, it probably looks a bit kitsch, but... Yeah, well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's um, like a pulp adventure. Yeah, I suppose. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll... I think, it'll be, I think it'll be okay. I'm fucking hyped for this. Yeah, I know you are. This is like my this is like my number one anticipated Disney movie for oh, like the, four years yeah, running. <laughs> I'm so excited for this because you know what it feels like. It feels like those early Pirates of the Caribbean films. Oh yeah, just yeah. dumb fun. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be a success because the rocks in it. And he should be. Oh, yeah. he's the Midas man. Rock is, touches uh, Rock is awesome. Yeah, Emily Blunt. I love. Um, Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Jesse great Plemons. cast. I love Jesse Plemons. Really great cast. Yeah. Um, I'm just so excited for it. It looks great. It looks exciting. It's funny. It's got good laughs in there. Yeah. It's got some great action. It just feels very pirates. You can tell that they really are trying yeah, to build yeah, yeah. another like yeah. franchise out of it. Yeah. Very excited. Obviously based on a theme park as well. I look forward to watching it. Yeah. Uh, theme park right attraction. That's right. We've done that right. Too. Yeah. The Jungle Cruise yeah. just goes down the river. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Pirates was based on an attraction as well. So they both, oh, yeah, uh, so they both attraction yeah. inspired films. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. it. Looks great. Yeah. When's that due out? Uh, yeah. That is due out on July thirtieth. It's gonna go to Disney Plus and theaters. Okay. So it will come out this time. <laughs> it will come out this time. Uh, it's going to premiere access on Disney Plus. Oh right. So hopefully we're not still in lockdown then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, cool. Jungle Cruise. Excited about that one. Yeah, that'll be right. Um, I'm not as excited to see it as I am the Eternals, but yeah, because Eternals looks so good. But Jungle, yeah, it'll be a bit of fun. It's flipped for me. I think I don't know. It's weird because really? it's funny because Eternals is Marvel. I'm always so hyped for Marvel stuff, but I'm just I want I just well the Eternals. I don't know about the storyline 
yeah. with the Eternals, but just the visuals. Visual looks stunning. I mean, because that's, you know, yeah. what I did for a living. It was My job yeah. was all visuals. Yeah. Two vastly different movies, though, really. Yeah. Uh, but this Jungle Cruise I've been amped for for fucking four years, so just give it to me now, Disney, please. <laughs> please, I want it now. Yeah, no, it looks like a bit of typical, you know, Dwayne yeah. Johnson fun. Yeah. Across Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Indiana Jones, pulp-inspired adventure. Yeah. Okay, awesome. um, very quick bit of news this week. Amazon, last week we talked about Amazon were eyeing off buying MGM. Yeah. They done it. They did. They did it. 8.4. They did. 8.45 billion dollars. THR, Hollywood Reporter, calls it a landmark mega deal. Um, they have acquired MGM Holdings, whose storage studio boasts one of the largest film and TV libraries. In a bid to turbocharge its Prime membership offering to consumers, because there's dick all on Amazon Prime yeah. most of the time, like original yep. content, um, and uh, offering to consume, uh, to customers and potentially mine the intellectual properties of franchises such as James Bond and Rocky. Uh, Mike Hopkins, Senior VP of Prime Video and Amazon Studios, says the real financial value behind this deal is the treasure trove of IP and the deep catalogue that we plan to reimagine and develop together with MGM's talented team. It's a very exciting it's very exciting and provides so many opportunities for high quality storytelling. Bezos, Bezos. Bezos. Jim. Yeah. Wait. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Jim's, his, Jim's his poor brother. His oh, yeah. poorer brother. Doesn't, doesn't have any, as many billions as these. It's like the Simpsons Jeff. episode where Homer's got the, um, got the rich brother. Mm, he mm, goes, develops mm. the Homer car for him. Yeah. Jeff right. gets Jim to come in and, what do you reckon we should buy? MGM? Yeah. So Jeff Bezos has <laughs> said. company bust. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos said the acquisition thesis here is really very simple. MGM has a vast, deep catalogue of much-beloved intellectual property, and with the talent at Amazon and the talent at MGM Studio, we can reimagine and develop that IP for the 21st century. It will be a lot of fun work, and people who love stories will be the big beneficiaries. Um, So a lot of people are complaining now, oh, they've only done this so they can make more reboots and remakes and all that kind of shit, uh, which you just see. As long as they're good, exactly right. (laughs) Uh, well, they're already working on that uh, that uh, Lord of the Rings series, aren't they? That like really super duper expensive. I don't know, are they? Yeah, we spoke about it a few weeks ago. The super duper expensive yeah, Lord of the Rings. Ago. Remember, it's like the most expensive TV series of all yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Do you remember? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're making this Amazon Lord of the Rings series the most expensive film uh, television series of all time. So they've just acquired the the full rights to the Hobbit film franchise now and Lord of the Rings. So I imagine that was a big impetus behind it. Anyway, so that's probably what they're going to start doing. Uh, Hollywood Reporter continues to say that MGM boasts a film library of around 4,000 titles, 17,000 hours of TV programming. Includes stuff like Rocky and Creed franchise, the Hobbit films, the Hannibal films, Fargo, which of course is an ongoing TV series, um, and Bond. Mm. Now, Bond is co-owned by um, Eon Productions which was run by Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli. Now, Cubby Broccoli was the uh, producer, her father. Cubby Broccoli was the uh, mega producer, mastermind behind the first Bond Mm. films. So those Bond movies have always been in the hands of the Broccolis. So now they're sharing the ownership with Amazon uh, as opposed to MGM. And these producers of Bond came out almost immediately to assure everyone that they are committed to continuing to make James Bond films for the worldwide theatrical audience. 
you can imagine they might not be too happy with this deal. They've got this new partner on board who wants to mine this intellectual property for streaming. Mm. And they're going, holy shit, what does this mean for James Bond? Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully No Time to Die will will actually hit theatres as it's been supposed to be <laughs> for the last two years. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there, particularly now that that's Bond 25. It's Daniel Craig's final film. This is definitely where Amazon could sweep in and go, nah, we're doing like a TV show now or maybe something. The Bond franchise will die now. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't oh, I be. I that's right, it's cool. I don't think I'd be too disappointed if we nah, didn't get another Bond. I've never been a yeah. huge Bond fan. And um, yeah, so bother me. that's going to be interesting to just kind of follow that, see what happens. They've got a couple of big uh, films planned. Uh, well, MGM had a couple of big films in the works. Uh, one is Ridley Scott's House of Gucci, which stars Lady Gaga and uh, Adam Driver. Uh, looks quite good. Uh, it's like a biopic on Gucci. Mm. Um, and, I like Adam Driver. Yeah, he's great. And Gaga, mm. she's great. Um, and they're doing a sequel to Adam's Family too, animated sequel. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to those two movies. Yeah, the first one wasn't great. Yeah. Adam's Family. Why would you revisit Pretty average, yeah. I don't know why they're doing a sequel, to be completely honest. Mm, that's what I mean. Why would you revisit that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, we got Here's a bit of devastating news. Remember a few weeks ago we were talking about Citizen Kane was knocked off the number one top spot yes, on Rotten Tomatoes. I do remember that. Yeah, by Paddington 2. Yep. And we played the Kane or Paddington 2 game. That's right. Yeah, yes. we read through the Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Um, Paddington 2 has been knocked down a perch. Oh, no. Yeah. Film authorities Eddie Harrison loaded his 2017 review for the film onto Rotten Tomatoes just to knock it down a and peg. And he bagged it, did he? Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, well, uh, the Hollywood Reporter phrased it, the new Paddington 2 review slammed the warm-hearted adventure film for having de- uh, deviated from the spirit of Michael Bond's children's books, being contrived and ridiculous, with Paddington being overconfident, snide and sullen. He claimed considerations of race and identity key to the Paddington character are not addressed and added that voice actor Ben Whishaw sounded like a member of some indie pop band coming down from an agonising ketamine high. (laughs) (laughs) He slammed it and this guy is obviously gone, fuck, I ain't having this. Paddington 2, top film, I'm going to load my review. And he's gone on there, he's knocked it down. And slammed it. Yeah. My God. Bit disappointing, but you know what's now knocked up to number one? No. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2, rather, not Toy Story. Oh, yeah. It's not as good as Toy Story 1, but I still love it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) People love it. I I agree. Toy Story 1's the best. But Toy Story 2 is now the most rated. It's not – Rotten Tomatoes doesn't call it the best movie of all time. It's just the film that happens to have the highest percentage and score ratings and whatever. So there you go, Paddington yeah. 2 is gone, Toy Story 2 is up. Next week there'll be some jerk-off coming out going, fuck, I hate this movie, and loading his, his 20-year-old I wonder what the up. next one in line is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we could find out, but I'm keen to just kind of roll with it, see what happens. Uh, um, we've got some casting news for another um, Sony Spider-Verse film. Um, they've hired Aaron Taylor-Johnson to play Craven the Hunter. I don't know him. No. Uh, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter, I don't know. No, Craven the Hunter is a villain. This is one of Spider Man's rogues gallery. Uh, He debuted in 1964's Amazing Spider Man 14. So he's been there since pretty much the beginning. 
Uh, the Marvel website says Craven was a maniacal big game hunter who sought to defeat Spider-Man to prove that he was the greatest hunter in the world. Unlike other hunters, he typically disdained the use of guns or bow and arrows, preferring to take down large, dangerous animals with his bare hands, even though he often made elaborate preparations to weaken a quarry beforehand. He also used a mystical serum to give him similar strength to Spider-Man, but even without the serum, he was a threat to the wall crawler. The wall crawler. Uh, Craven's continual underestimation of the superhero's resourcefulness made uh, made him a frustrating quarry. Um, there was a nineteen there was a storyline in nineteen eighty called Craven's Last Hunt, where he defeated Spider Man and buried him alive, and then took on uh, the the mantle. He assumed his identity of a Spider Man. Mm. So it sounds cool, cool character. I I don't know too much about him either. I've never really read much with Craven the Hunter in it. Maybe some of the earlier comics. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. My thing, we still don't really know what Sony are doing with these Spider-Man movies um, because we don't know if they're tied to the MCU Spider-Man and by effect whether they're like tied to the MCU yeah. in some strange way. Kevin Feige is adamant that, no, these are not part of our universe, whereas Amy Pascal, who well, used to be head of Sony, was saying, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, there's definitely links there to the MCU Spidey. There's this great interview where she's saying all this, oh, yeah, there definitely links in Kevin Feige sitting there like this. <laughs> like you can tell he's thinking, what the fuck are you saying? Um, she wants there to be links. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but who knows what they're doing? I mean, they've got the whole multiverse, Spider-Verse thing happening, allegedly, yeah. with the next film. Um, so who knows what link's going to be? But if this does link to the MCU, here's the next confusing thing, is that Aaron Taylor-Johnson, of course, played Quicksilver. The oh, real Quicksilver, really. not the Ralph Boner Quicksilver oh, from One Division. Yeah, he was Quicksilver in yeah. um, Age of Ultron. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, so okay. it's going to be interesting to see whether they are connected or, again, it could be a multiverse thing or... Mm. Yeah, who knows? It's uh, going to be directed by J.C. Chandor, who directed A Most Violent Year. There was a film with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. Um, I don't remember much of it, but it was a very, very good movie. Really liked did he get involved with the mob or something? I don't, uh, I don't know. That was a good movie. Uh, he also directed All Is Lost, which was that film with Robert Redford on the boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How he got caught in the storm and yeah, it's yeah. like there's no dialogue for the whole movie. Oh, shit. Pretty much. I liked it. I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, I remember you didn't like it. Yeah, I, I thought it was quite. It. I, thought, I thought it was all right. Um, but you don't like silent stuff for like um, subtitle shit or anything like that? Subtitle. I can't. Yeah, just can't be bothered. With well, I've got a couple of subtitling movies that I need to watch soon. One well, called just suck it up and watch another it. round. I'm so excited for that. Mads Mikkelsen won the best international feature at the Oscars this year. I'm so mm. excited! I've got that. Um, that one. Umbrella sent that in. We'll check it out. Oh uh, yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I'm keen to see that. So this joins obviously Sony's Spider Versa films, which includes the Venom franchise, Morbius the Vampire Hunter, uh, which has got Jared Leto in it. It's supposed to open last year, but it's been pushed. Um, and then now it's going to be Craven. So they're making all these like Spider-Man villain origins. Mm. Another interesting thing is going to be this character's origin is so tied into Spider-Man that you wonder how can you do it without Spider-Man in there? Yeah. Because this guy becomes oh, yeah. a villain because he wants to prove that he can beat Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. And then it's like his whole comic book history is him trying to outdo Spider-Man in particular. Mm. 
Uh, so it's going to be yeah, interesting to see how they tackle that one. Here's another remake that's happening. Get excited for this one. You might want to scroll down and find out. You'll be super pumped. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers is doing another Willy Wonka. Oh, fuck <laughs> <off>. <laughs> Just leave it alone. Yeah, the last one. How don't, bad is that? I don't need it. It's one of the worst movies ever, that last. The Tim Burton one, Trash. No, uh, the, first, the first one was a perfect... Gene Wilder film, yeah. Yeah, it was a perfect take Great on that movie. film. Great film. A story, yeah. Beautiful book by Roald Dahl. That original yep. book, the original film with... I uh, remember reading it as a kid. Yeah. I that, didn't read too much as a kid, but that no, was one I did read. Yeah, uh, the I original film, Gene, Gene Wilder. Amazing. Iconic. Yeah. Really? A piece of cinema? Piece of family cinema? Great. So they're doing a third version of it now. They've cast Timothy Chalamet. I never know how to pronounce this guy's name. Timothy Chalamet. 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 I'll say Chalamet. Yeah. That's him. There's, you've got a picture yep. of him, so yep. you know who he is there. Yep. I'm not a huge fan of him. I don't mind him. Because uh, I feel like he plays the same character every time and he's so monotone. We've seen him in something just, fairly recently. Yeah, we've seen him in heaps of stuff recently. And he, I don't know, he never quite interests me. I can't I can't imagine him in that role. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. It's, yeah. This is going to be strange because this is such a like a wild and fantastical role. Um, I mean, Gene Wilder's take on the character was very reserved. Yeah, but it wasn't it was per- wacky, it was but he did it really it beautifully. Perfect. Tim, uh, the Tim Burton version, Johnny Depp just took it just, to, just, just too far. Just, just, so it's going to be interesting to see what extreme uh, Timothy Chalamet brings to it. Yeah, I can't. I I can't picture him in the no, role. No, me either. I really can't. It's like blindsided everyone because yeah. he's been in talks for, for ages, and no one was like, "There's no way he's going to happen." And yeah, so there you go. Mm. The only thing that's actually really got me. Maybe piqued my interest a little bit. Um, it's brought to us from the Paddington team. Mm. So uh, director Paul King, who did the Paddington films, and uh, producer David Heyman are putting this film together. David Heyman is like the super producer behind the Harry Potter films. Okay, um, and he's done a bunch of other just kind of under the well, not under the radar stuff, but a lot of other stuff like Gravity. Uh, he produced Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm. a bunch of all these other movies where you wouldn't necessarily think, having seen like Harry Potter, Paddington, Gravity, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right. a bunch of other stuff like that. Uh, so he kind of dips his fingers, fingers into, everything. A, into a few bits and pieces. Uh, he hasn't got a huge filmography other than Harry Potter films and Paddington or whatever. Mm. Uh, but he's a great, I think he's a really fantastic producer. Uh, so I am kind of interested to see what they bring to it. Um, if anyone can make something out of this, I think it's that, like the team behind Paddington, yeah. Harry Potter. I mean, there's got to be something yeah, that they can, can bring to it. See, you can see them making it work. Yeah. But I just come back to Timothy Chalamet. I, I can't picture yeah. him. Look, he might be fantastic, yeah. and I hope oh, he yeah, is. exactly right. And I hope the film's great because it's a great story. Well, how many times do, do people do this? Oh, Heath Ledger is the Joker. Oh. Yeah. You know, and then they pull it off. So yeah. I'm yeah. keen to see what he does. I'm keen to see it. But about yeah, at, at right now, like I'm not, even, I'm not complaining. Oh fuck, this guy's Willy Wonka. No, I'm just like I don't see it right now. Mm. But I'm keen for him to prove us all wrong. And and they they haven't started making it yet, or no? I think they've just cast him, so no, okay. it's probably early pre, like pre production. It's got to be a musical as well, which is like oh. the original ones are musical. Oh, I love musicals. Yeah, I know you do. The original <laughs> ones are musical, but I. But the songs aren't overbearing or anything like that. They're yeah. classic songs. Candyman. Um, Candyman makes everything. Yeah, that's the one. And then there's the <laughs> sing the song that Wonka sings. I can't remember the name of it at the top of my head. Um, 
And yeah. But yeah, so this will be interesting to see what they do. I don't think it'll be like a straight remake. They'll probably do new music and stuff, but they haven't yeah. really revealed anything. Yeah. We've got a couple of questions here. That's the end of all the news for this week. A couple of questions to round it out. We've got, two, I think we've only got, we'll just do two this week. Mm. We've got a couple sent in from uh, patrons. They sent this through on the patron community board. So, of course, any patrons out there who want to submit questions, you can do it through the community board there or send me you know, a message on Patreon or wherever you want, email, whatever. Actually, yep. I do have an email that I will read just after this. Okay. Uh, one from Blake. Yep. You okay. all know Blake up in G'day Queensland. Blake. Uh, g'day, guys. Uh, seeing as Disney has been aiming to set up Jungle Cruise as a potential franchise film, mm. I'd be interested to see what other theme park attractions or rides you would like to see adapted for the screen. Mm. Personally, I'd love to see them do something interesting with Thunder Mountain. Mm. That's my favourite one, the one that I got stuck on twice. That's right. <laughs> Same spot, two days in a row, got stuck on it. Me and Alicia, so funny. That's hilarious. But it is, it's actually my favourite Disney Park ride. Yeah. Big it's like a It's like a little runaway train on this mine cart. Yeah. goes up and down the mountain. Yeah. Yeah, we got stuck in it. We got stuck in Alicia. Got stuck in it two days in a row at the exact same spot. Just as you're about to go, just as you enter the first cave and you're going up the incline, I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> stuck. And then they like slowly try and get you up, and then they evacuated us. You had to get out of the thing and walk out. Didn't yeah, you? they evacuated us off the both, ride both times. Both times, okay. someone had to come and like open the things and then walk us down. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, and they turn all the lights inside the yeah inside yeah. the caves. You on can, so you see, can it see it all. Yes, quite. But they're like, please don't film, don't film. <laughs> they're like, no one's allowed to film. People do, of course. You that's, can find videos on YouTube. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I would say I don't want to steal Blake's question uh, answer, but I'd like to see a big thunder film. Like it could be like a cool western, like a western film. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I can't really remember the rides that. We should say attractions. That's what Walt, Attract- Walt wanted them to be known as attractions, not rides. Okay. Because rides, Steve values them. Yeah, true. <laughs> Makes them like a kind I, I, like I couldn't. I couldn't answer it. Um, let me think. What do you like? You like the uh, that one that takes you upside down over at California Adventure, the Paradise Pier or whatever it's called. Oh. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cars Land. They made a movie about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. They made a ride based yeah. on the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I would say Big Thunder Mountain because I'd love to see like a cool western, um, but maybe like the uh, the Rivers of Adventure where you got the paddle steamer and you go around the lake. Or yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing yeah. for me. No, nothing for me. Well, they've done all the big ones. Pirates. They've done. Yeah, yeah. They've done Jungle Cruise. Now they've done the Haunted Mansion. They've done the tiki room. The tiki room. God, sake. No, thank you. I did a nice little little nap in there. It was fantastic. Yeah, you did too. Actually, apparently it's very common. People go into the tiki room to just like have a nap. Really? Yeah. People go in there. I didn't go in there to have a nap. No, you just fell asleep. I just, it was so relaxing. But people do it because that place is a bit out of the way. Because that was Walt's favourite. Yeah. Attraction, wasn't it? Yeah, well, because they developed all the animatronics for it. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Next. Um, (laughs) uh, James. Yep. Which James is this one? Uh, It's just James. Just James. Yeah. So we've got three or four Jameses. Okay. Who are on the... So this James will know which James it is and the ones that didn't ask the question. Yeah, it's not them. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi, James. Hi, James. We all know that... uh, We all know that remakes are inevitable. Yep. They're always going to remake movies that that are... 
already pretty good. Yeah. But what about the movies that seem like they should mm. have worked? Hmm. Mm. What are some movies you thought were good ideas but just Ooh. missed the mark that you would like to see remade? Oh. Jeez, I should have seen that question earlier. Yeah, me too. Um, there was one film that we saw a few years ago um, which I thought sounded terrific. There's been so many films we've seen over the years that thought, oh, jeez, it was sounds just so good. not quite made it, did it? The one that hits me first off, um, one called Another Earth. Do you remember that? It's got yeah, Britt Marling yeah. in it. Sounds terrific. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Um, on the night of the discovery of a duplicate Earth in the solar system, an ambitious young student and an accomplished co- uh, composer cross paths in a tragic accident. Um, so essentially they discover that there's like a, well, yeah, a, duplicate a duplicate of Earth. Earth. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they discover it, what's going to happen, what, what. And I felt like they just they had a premise and it just didn't go anywhere. Mm. Like it didn't reach the heights it could have. It wasn't – like it hasn't well, – it's got a 6.9, but you'd think something like that could be a bit higher. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like – like it won something at Sundance, it says. On that, si- on that same sort of theme is Tomorrowland. Well, yeah, we were talking about last week. Yeah. yeah. That, that's one great that's concept. One for me, I suppose. Really good concept. And – for some reason, it, for me, it just didn't really hit it. Yeah, we sort of discussed it last week because yeah. they cut out so much stuff. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of movies like that, particularly sci-fi stuff. Even that oh, stowaway yeah, yeah. we watched last week. Yeah. Yeah, it's like another great one. great concept and then the execution and also the, of it. The, there was that one with um, uh, George Clooney. What was it called? Was it oh, one? Gravity. Gravity. Good yeah, film, but there I wasn't was just huge some, on that. There was something about it. I wasn't that huge on Gravity. Thought, oh, I need to revisit it. Just, it just didn't quite yeah. hit it. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but it could have been so much better. Matt, is it that these science fiction know. things sound like so ambitious and too be, too good too mu- too good for their own I don't know what the what phrase I'm trying to say here. Um They sound better than what they, they sound better than what yeah. they end up being. But one but one on the opposite on the flip side of yeah. that, one that uh you didn't really expect much from, but yeah. we finished up really enjoying was Moon. Oh, yeah, so good. I mean, it's such a great film. Yeah. Really good Sam concept. Rockwell. And it actually hit it for me. Yeah, really but, good. But, you know, we're huge Rockwell fans. Yeah. And it and it really hit it for me. So that's on mm. the on the flip side, where something you go into not really expecting much from and come out there, yeah. wow, I really enjoyed yeah. that. Well, there you go. Mm. Yeah, interesting. That yeah. So these little sci-fi ones. Again, I think the ideas are just so ambitious that it's hard for them to – to get it, yeah. To get that thing, I just had an email come through. Um, I'll quickly read it. It's from um, Jackson H. Oh yeah, yeah. Look forward to hearing the pod this week, Waco Jacko. Yep, that's it. Oh, <laughs> so Waco oh, well. Jacko's writing to say he's looking forward to hearing the pod. Oh well, we'll have to wait until when does he get it? Tonight? He's tonight? a patron. Patron, so he'll get it tonight. He's a patron, he'll get it tonight. Yeah. But I think he listens to it on Tuesday at work, although oh, he's okay. in lockdown now, so. Oh, so we might listen to it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think one? that's it. Uh, come on, one more. Just quickly, one from YouTube. We'll wrap this show up. Infinite Empire, so we'll yeah. click this one. Would you ever consider ranking animation studios other than Disney, Pixar, like DreamWorks or Illumination? Yeah. Well, I've done all the Disney ones. I'm just about done the Pixar ones. Uh, because um, I've been holding the last Pixar one off because Luca comes out this month in June, June or July. I think it's out June. I think um, so. I've been holding the last one out instead of up. It's been done. I, did, I finished it at the beginning of the year, uh, but the way I've been spacing the videos out, 
I could have uploaded it last month, but I thought I'm not going to upload it and then upload it in two months' time. So yeah. I've hold off on that. That'll go up. And then I'm going to start working on the DreamWorks films. I've been saying for the last like two or three months, I'm going to start watching them. Going to start watching them because I'll probably do four or five was videos. It, 20 of them or something. Like 40. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was surprised how many there actually are now. Wow. Um, so I have to watch them all. A lot of them are going to be trash, you know. I love them look pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, so I was like... Copies of other films, but not, not quite copies. Oh, yeah, like Ants. Yeah. <laughs> Come out the same year as A Bug's Life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have to start... What I keep saying I need to start watching these so I can at least just start writing them and then make them yeah. as they come. So, yeah, I've, I've started prepping some work on them, but that'll be the next big one. And probably I'm saying a couple of months' time I'll start loading the DreamWorks ones. Right. Yeah. There you go. And at that... That is all we have for time for. We've got in just under two hours this week, which I think is pretty good. Yep. Um, the podcast goes, uh, the podcast goes out every single Monday on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. A visual element is available to view on YouTube, which goes out two days earlier to patron support. It goes out on the Monday, but then it goes out two days earlier to the patron supporters. If you'd like to get your early access to that, as well as access to videos, early access to videos on YouTube and stuff, uh, you can. And uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under and support me for as little as $1 a month. You're a cheap, cheap man, Dave. I know, I know, I know, I know. If you want to, uh, you can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee down under, over on Twitter, Instagram, links in the descriptions of every single podcast. Uh, are down there if you want to write into the show you can tune in at davelypod at gmail.com and if you're listening on the podcast platforms please leave a review and a rating please but the only one good ones only good ones piss off with those bad ones fuck off come back <laughs> sorry <laughs> but please don't leave bad ones um, last week on the channel I dropped my Cruella review so you can check that out if you want there's a Rugrats review has gone up last week too I did a newly updated Disney live action remake ranking video all 18 live action Animation to live action remakes that includes Cruella now. Uh, so you can check that out as well. This week, I'm going to have a new evolution. Yes. Uh, this is supposed to go up this week. I've been talking about it. It's supposed to go up this week, but it's finished. I just have had a little bit of a. I've got a sponsor for this week's episode. Um, well, a potential sponsor. I just need them to approve the video. Before I can publish it. Integration. It's an integration. And usually what happens with these sponsors, like they're like you have to give us three or four days to approve it. So I'm just sitting on it now waiting for them to say, You can upload it. So I'm just hoping it's not too late. I wanted to like coincide it with the release of the series, which is today or Mm. yesterday. Uh, but it's going to be a few days later, so I'm just hoping I can. it's not too late. It should be all right. It should be fine. You'll get it. It'll I'll get, get it up. You'll have that this week, and that one is for the Rugrats, as awesome. I've already said. Uh, so, yeah, very excited to launch that one. I'm very happy with it. Uh, that's it. Oh, also this week I'll have two Blu-ray haul videos, one for the Random Space Media stuff that they sent over. Of course, you can go to randomspacemedia.com, uh, and you can put in the code DAVE10 to get 10% off your full order. Again, that's no commissions or anything going to me. I'm just trying to help these guys out, get their releases out there. Um, and uh, there's also going to be like my JB Hi-Fi buy one, get one free haul. We end up buying so much in the end, I have to give it its own video. So you yep. get two shitloads. Yeah, so much stuff. You have, you'll get two Blu-ray videos this week. Get excited for that. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks again to old mate Rick for joining me. I don't know thanks, why. I'm... Thanks, guys. Got over the ball. Tip, yep. <laughs> oh, dripping everywhere. The, the mugs. Um, the water. All right, guys. Thanks okay. so much. Thanks, guys. See you later. Take care.